in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. It is the Sportsocracy, and welcome into the program here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Take us with you everywhere you go. Uh, Watch us as well on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel. That way you can join us in the chat each and every day. Today, well, it's it's going to be fun because it's a Power Rankings Tuesday. We're going to argue a lot today. Yes. Specifically about a team from California with a quarterback that I trust just about as much as I trust knowing <laughs> things about the Clintons. We are going to have uh, some good healthy debate today on the program the post nfl draft power rankings well the good thing is that we're not going to argue about much early because as we do we always go from worst dist to bestest and that's what we're going to do here i didn't think about 32 for even a second did you no i literally did not think about it for one second no the Houston Texans. And you got it wrong. What? The Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Uh, it's okay. They own both I'll, of their I'll, picks. I'll agree to disagree. Uh, I mean... 31, 31A, 31B. Exactly. I'm fine with it. Exactly. There's just one of them that's going to be playing me at quarterback for the first eight weeks of the season. And that was the tiebreaker. <laughs> oh, come on. You, you, you're not down with... Who's, who is going to start first couple of games of the season? Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Okay. And, and well, trust he's me. He's way better than you are. And trust I mean, me. Chris, there's been a lot of talk of don't be shocked if they find a way to get Clayton Toon on the field. There you go. If he's please let him be the first rookie to start. <laughs> Almost want to go put a hundo on that in Vegas. Just I think I could retire on what that would pay. I was gonna say uh, I, if they were putting Chris Strievler out there, then I would. Don't agree. you speak ill of former New York Jet, loved by all of New Jersey, Chris Strievler. Great Cup MVP. If he were the starter, then I would agree with your comparison of you. I think I would like Chris Draveler better than Galt McGoy, but that's just me. <laughs> that's just your jet, uh, your gangrene glasses. Colt McCoy is indeed, uh, and, and we will have a topic in the chat today. I asked this on my social medias earlier. What's the deal with guacamole like and, and avocado? Why is that in everything all of a sudden? I stopped at Taco Bell on the way here. Now they have it in a breakfast crunch wrap. Yep. It, I don't know who is selling avocados, like who the sales director of avocado is. That dude is a hammer because he's finding a way to get avocado into everything. Avocado is delicious. Avocado I'm... is awful. No, okay? it's not. It tastes like a ground up flip flop that you dyed green and went, it's good for you. <laughs> it makes everything taste like a Michelin tire. No, avocado is awesome. You should definitely have I mean, it is a staple in all of your Mexican food. 
I no. I can't. I, I don't want a taco, taco salad, tostado, whatever combination that you put the wrapper around the same ingredients. I need guacamole to be in it. And I'm going to make this as clear as I can. There is no substance that you could put on my Mexican food that would ruin it more that didn't come out of an animal that is also in my Mexican food. <laughs> it can be a no. byproduct of the beef, and I'm not sure I wouldn't object to that less than guacamole. Yeah, uh, number 32 in the uh, post-draft power rankings, it is the Arizona Cardinals. And, I mean, say something nice. Is there something nice to say about the Cardinals? I was going to say their uniforms aren't awful, but they look like Ohio State West. So uh, it's it's not that. <laughs> no. Um, say something nice. Uh, you absolutely fleeced the Houston Texans out of their pick next year. So your bad is going to turn around real, real fast. So this year's not going to be great. This year on Sundays, maybe learn a book. Maybe maybe take your spouse on a on a nice picnic mm-hmm. because uh, there's going to be a whole lot of games that are the the Arizona Cardinals little and whoever they played lot. So there's that compared to the Houston Texans of last year, uh, where we said this was not an NFL roster. Do you feel that way about the Arizona team? I do. Really, I do. Who's the fourth best player on this team? The fourth yeah. best player. Well, I mean, on the obviously team? Kyler Murray's up there. DeAndre Hopkins, Zach Ertz. Then what you got? Buda Baker. He should be Who one. He should may- be one with a bullet. Who's already said, "Get me out of here." <laughs> By the way, he should not be one with a bullet. Mm-hmm. He's fine. He's a good player. He's the best player they have. Which really just kind of emphasizes my point not saying you're wrong i'm just saying he's better than any of those three guys you said My no, he's favorite. not better than deandre hopkins when deandre uh, hopkins is healthy he's still a top eight receiver in when league. he's healthy which i'm not saying that happens a lot right when he's healthy chris dean 30 year old wide receiver come on first one of those of the day uh with a marvin harrison jr will help a lot in 2024 i agree with you a lot he will be phenomenal catching yes. passes from I don't know how they're going to find a way to get Caleb Williams, but I just have this funny feeling they will. I know I, I know what I said yesterday, $50 million dead cap hit. I get it. The, the more I've thought about it, the more I cannot figure out how a front office would look at little skit, skit, Kyler Murray, all four foot six of him, and go, we're going to pass. Well, you're tied Well, Williams. you're tied with the money, and you just you 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 trade forward, right? They're going to trade forward. Houston Texans, Arizona Cardinals finish one and two. You're fleecing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers no who doubt. are going to be drafting at three or four or close to it. Tampa will give up whatever it takes to get up to one to get Caleb Williams or get up to two to get Drake May, either one. So I, d- I don't feel like that's a major problem. Kyler Murray's money sticks you with it, but you're going to be able to recoup that down the line arizona real real bad real real bad also real real bad is going to be the uh 31st team on the power rankings here post draft it's the houston texans houston texans um i i don't really know what you're doing so uh, the two best players on this team are cj stroud and will anderson fact or fiction i had somebody ask I, me yeah, this on twitter fact. i think i think it is a fact 
I'm already talking about CJ Stroud better than Damian Pierce. I don't know that I can do that yet. I, but we'll say the two guys that they drafted at the top of this draft are top three on their roster. No doubt. Yes. Because your roster looks like Disney should be making one of those rom-coms about the, the team that they can't even put their jerseys on the right way. And you see Davis Mills with his name <laughs> underneath his chin and his long giraffe neck. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, they turn it around and win the Super Bowl. I see it. And people like me go, mm, nope. No, no, sir. That's why we don't watch sports movies, because that is stupid. I feel like this team is better than last year's team, but that's How? not saying a lot. How? Okay, what are they? Be- I have heard this so many times. What are they better at? Quarterback. And it's are not they close. Those? It's- are they those? Yes. As a rookie? Yes. As a rookie? CJ had- Stroud can look at a football and be better than Davis Mills. Okay, fact or fiction? We both had problems with how C.J. Stroud progressed through receivers. Sure. His receivers at Ohio State were better than what he has in Houston right no now. No doubt. Do you not see a problem with that? Of course there's a problem with that, but he's still better than Davis Mills. C.J., you want me to take, I'm going to define the, the Houston Texans' entire season in one dramatic reenactment. Okay. Set. Hut. Run! Falafel! <laughs> Falafel! That's the that's the entire that's CJ Stroud's entire his entire 2023 season. Run, run away! They their, will. Teams their offensive will line's not that bad. It's uh, not great. They still have Kenyon Green, uh, who you took in the top 15, and he is bad, but bad, bad, but bad, bad. Yeah. And who's the receiver that makes you nervous? Who are you worried about? Oh, you don't have. One. Well, see, that's the problem. So you see a rookie quarterback, and I, as a defensive coordinator in the NFL, go, hellhounds, all of you, let's go. This is going to be a career day for somebody, and I'm going to send six at him all day, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to make you learn on the fly. The problem is, historically, that's not been an, an advantageous scenario. All right, and number- Hold on, before we move on, i I got to address this. Chris D said, uh, me coping with Davis Mills being anywhere near C.J. Stroud. Um, as a rookie, C.J. Stroud is not going to be very good. I don't even feel like that's a spicy take. Davis Mills was the definition of average. Historically, he's Colt McCoy that Tank was just saying is uh, it'll be enough to take you above the Texans. It's better than Chris Strebler. <laughs> the cart or the uh, the the Houston Texans will be ecstatic if they get the reliability of Colt McCoy out of C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. Rookies, we're going to talk about this tomorrow, historically are not good in this league, especially when they came in with a lot of questions in the first place. I'm not saying Davis Mills is in the neighborhood of his talent. I'm also saying he started two years in the NFL. And right now, Davis Mills is a better NFL quarterback than C.J. Stroud. That might change in four weeks. But right now, in the midst of your first minicamp, I'm not even sure it's all that close. It's a weird way to say four seconds, but okay. Uh, at number 30 in the post-draft power rankings, fire them cannons, by golly, put more powder in those things. I really thought you were going to fight this more than you did. I know. This is exactly where I had my my team. We had the same three teams at the bottom. Just in a slightly, just different, in a slightly different order. I had the Houston Texans still as the worst team. And Tampa is the 30th worst team. The Tampa Bakers. You cannot, you cannot 
expect to win many games in the NFL when your quarterback is either Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask or, or new addition John Wolford. In fact, John Wolford's already the best quarterback on this roster, and it's not close to me. And that's I'll, the kid from Wake Forest that filled in for Matt Stafford for two games. I I don't know how this happened. Or Jared Goff, excuse me. Somehow Baker Mayfield signed with your team, He's and now you ex just exponentially hate him more than I ever did. Absolutely. Yeah. Because now, because now, now you have I have to, to own it. it. Now, now I have to be like, ah, let's go team. So I have a question. Yes. There's not a lot to talk about with your team. Oh, you got receivers. Great. You have nobody get nobody get on the ball. Uh, you, you kept your corners. Great. You don't have anybody to rush the passer. I keep doing this for a minute. Uh, you also couldn't run a uh, greasy peg up a cat's keister. So uh, <laughs> that's, I think that's going to be a problem. I feel like that might be a little different this year, but we'll see. Uh, so what would it take to get you in a Baker Mayfield jersey? Oh gosh! What do, I mean, what do you like feel a monetary amount? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no! I want you to lose something because I want this to be a punishment. I want to double dip the sadness of what do I have to be so right about that at some point in the year twenty twenty three, you take a freshly sewn Baker Mayfield jersey. And just go, boop, and, and put, put it, it on, on, and go into public. Wow, that's... I believe I there is what, a team know, we disagree know. about this much. I wager on to make that happen. I believe there is a team in the NFL that we, do, that we disagree about this much. The only thing I don't know is what the punishment would be on my side. That's a good point. Because there's nobody I, in this league that I dislike as much as you, as much as you do Baker Mayfield. No, right I mean I hate I hate Baker Mayfield more than I hated Jameis Winston, and that's saying a lot. Because I hated Jameis Winston, which is funny because I loved him, and and now I I love Baker Mayfield. He's brought me so much joy, <laughs> so much joy already, and it's only just begun. And he hasn't even thrown nary a pass yet. <laughs> look, I you know I look at my team. I say we still have pieces. But as long as you don't have that quarterback and as long as you have this many holes around your team, I mean, there are a few gaping holes on the offensive line. There are a few gaping holes on the edges. Hopefully Shaq Barrett can come back and be healthy this year and, and, and provide some pass rush. But other than that, you're just you're banking on a lot of guys that you don't know. So Tampa Bay, to me, is the easiest team in the NFL to explain. Have you ever purchased a piece of furniture from Ikea? No. Really? No. As cheap as you are? <laughs> Never once. Is that cheap? Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%, because you have to assemble it all. All right. This is going to make it. I mean, I have assembled furniture before, so you could probably continue. Yeah, but Ikea furniture is different, because everything that <laughs> should be in one piece is in four. And the directions are printed upside down, and they're in a language that I don't speak. Uh, it's it's English, but they're, they're, all these words are in an order that I do not understand. That's the Tampa Bay roster to me. You have all of these pieces, and somebody set the instructions on fire. Yep. I have absolutely no idea how you're going to take all these things and turn them into anything cohesive enough to be better than this. Because who's supposedly leading this Who team? Who is the leader of this team? 
If you had to say, that's the guy that I am riding into the battle with, because the, the usually it'd be your head coach or your quarterback. Oh, you mean and like you get you, Baker you mean, Mayfield you mean and Todd like, Bowles? You mean like the guy on the field that they lean on for advice? Is that what you're saying? Like the guy that's going to spark the team? No, to I was, I was really talking. All right, we go full. We've got the the Braveheart Mel Gibson speech where you're like, ah, and you're ready to just run out, crack skulls. Who is that guy? I have no idea. Ryan Suckup. That's exactly who I thought it was. <laughs> He's not even on the team anymore. Well, no. We had to let him go because we couldn't. We weren't going to pay a kicker $3 million, $4 million, whatever it was. I don't make a habit of really knowing who everybody's kicker is in, in May. No, I mean, it's not there on the go. coaching staff, I don't think. Unless it's uh, Dave Canales that just came over from Seattle. I don't know much about him. But he he's was, fine. He, but is he like a fiery locker room leader kind of guy? Because other than that, we don't we don't have one. I I, I you have Todd Bowles who's going to stand up there and go, yeah, we're fine, we're okay. He's got that somebody made duties in this elevator <laughs> lock on his face, and it looks like Jason Light all over my roster sheet. Woo! This is the sportsocracy. It is the post NFL draft. Power Rankings here on the Power Rankings Tuesday. We will be right back with number 29. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account. But no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. M-O-M. Three little letters that hold so much power, importance, and love. At Ingalls, we know that being a mom is its own reward, but it's also the toughest job anyone can take on. So to all the moms out there who save the day, on a daily basis, for kids big and small, we at Ingalls got your back. Happy Mother's Day, moms. Ingalls, we're with you every step of the way. The Sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. It is the Sportsocracy live on ESPN Asheville post-NFL draft power rankings. We got the boo-boo kitty out of the way. The Arizona Cardinals, Houston Texans, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You can put them in any order you want to, but they're not good. No. Also not good. The team ranked at number 29. It's the LA Rams. I'm not sure they're not lower than this. I can't figure out how they're supposed to be good. Yeah, I I, I find it hard to believe. But I think the time has come to realize that, I mean, this is over. I, there, I mean, there was hope. There was hope. And then you lost Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey's now gone. 
now you're losing one of the stars on the team and now you go ah i don't know i mean it made me feel drastically different about this team did it you well i, I i'm looking at the defense now like the backstreet boys uh <laughs> it's justin timberlake star that was in sync by the way okay wrong one sorry not <laughs> up to date on my boy really oh it was it you're it right you're right yeah. i couldn't name a member of the backstreet boys in sync so you got justin timberlake way up here and then it's four dudes nick lachey one hand i have no that was 98 degrees uh, oh yeah i only know that because he had the show with jessica simpson and who shocked 14 year old jeremy was a fan uh, only thing i remember about the backstreet boys is frosty tips that's why every guy in the early 2000s who thought he was cool had blonde fro- you know frosty tips uh, like jeremy and, green yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> you're, and you're talking to one of them uh-huh yeah. uh-huh and you'll never find a picture of that and if you do i'll kill you oh he just went full challenge accepted <laughs> trust gotta, me my wife can't find, find one. one either yeah you can't use hwa on that one you're gonna have to go Kathy! <laughs> yeah, yeah you, got to, you got to dig into mama <laughs> and, and mama knows those pictures don't exist you could keep them uh, nobody else could ever Ooh, see them. who's got a yearbook there's gotta oh, be a picture that, of it in the yearbook uh there is I really hope Devin Jeff is not listening to the show. Because my best friend in high school had those, and I was on the yearbook staff, and I made sure to put that. <laughs> did, did, we're going to want that. Yeah, we're going to want this for future reference to look back on when Scott Cutshaw had platinum blonde hair, yep, and it was, was gross. Tight, and it was gross. So here's the I just I look at the Rams and go, you got Aaron Donald on defense and nothing else. D- do you know who their two starting corners are right now? If you get either one of them, I will be stunned. Uh, is it Darian Kendrick? Is he That's one, of, one them? of them? And the other one they they drafted last year too, didn't yep. they? The kid from South Carolina State. Hey, you're so close. What's his name? Jacoby Durant. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's your two starting corners. Oh, and by the way, you're in a division. Um. <laughs> With Hollywood Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Uh, let's see, uh, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. Yeah, enjoy that. Good luck. That that's going to go real, real not good. Take for you. luck. I just I don't see how this team's supposed to be good. You I, have three players that I think are legit NFL starters. It's Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald. In a message, repeat the line. And even with those three, it's better than the other three that I just said mm. because you at least have a quarterback. Because even at even at every other position, I mean they've they've lost the names that they had from the from the from the Super Bowl run, and they've replaced them with just a bunch of dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, outside of the big names, I've never seen a roster fall apart this quick. Yeah, I was just saying. And so the next time somebody tells me falafel them picks. I, I want you to remember how fast this fell apart. Before you tell me the draft doesn't matter and we can just go make trades and we can go add veterans. Okay. Okay. The 2023 Los Angeles Rams have called. Uh, three and 14 it's called. Because I could see it being that bad. Okay. I could see it being that bad. I could as well. I had them at, uh, I had them at 28 on my list. Uh, at number 28... The Indianapolis Colts. Now, that's that's the one I had at 29. I at least look at the defense and go, okay, you've got DeForest Buckner. you got a couple guys that can get out of the quarterback. Did that last year. 
Yeah. Quiddy Pay was hurt. You, you had a good number of injuries. Oh, and you had Matt Ryan. Shaq was hurt for a while. And he missed almost the entire year. Yeah. So I, I just I look at that defense and go, you can at least stop somebody. And there is a possibility that Anthony Richardson comes in and you can put together some form of a sophomore year Justin Fields offense with Michael Pittman, who's in a contract year, mm-hmm. Alec Pierce that you took in the second round last year, Josh Downs that you took in the third round this year, with the tight ends and Jonathan Taylor. I'm not sure that the Colts aren't better than this. And I know we've had a couple of people say that's a weird way to say the Colts with the teams we've said before this. I'm not sure they're not better. And I also look at that division and go, the Texans are awful. You're not going to have to wait long to hear the Titans. And that's if they're rolling with Ryan Tannehill, who has had some injury issues in the past. Convince me on that secondary, though. Well, the secondary's not good. If you're... Any team down here is going to have a, a huge problem somewhere. Right. Uh, but uh, you said, you know, if the defense is good, convince me on that secondary. The front seven's a... so good that you take the pressure off of it. That that would be my convincing about. And I can I can get there. I sure. could argue this is one of the top ten front sevens in the NFL. You have a top five linebacker. You have three really good defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. But that's the only way I could do it. Because uh, with no Stephon Gilmore, no Rocky Sin, it's very Kenny Mori. I think expecting big things from the Indianapolis Colts after the disaster that was last year in year one of Shane Steichen is too much. I'm not Years expecting two a and ton. Three, though, You're in the you... AFC. The AFC's a murderer's row. You look at the teams they play, it's not going to be pretty. Right, but they've got some young talent on this team. Mm-hmm. And two and th- second and third years of Shane Steichen could be really good. If you and, – and I'm sure at some point, either this week or next, we will, we will get into some of these things. If you're really apt to listening to training camp reports – I will tell you verbatim something I was told about Josh Downs. He's already better than T.Y. Hilton ever was. Secret time came from the same guy that told me about T.Y. Hilton, and he was a rookie. Nice. So, as if you played fantasy football with me back in the T.Y. Hilton days, uh, you'll know I was on him before anybody else. So what you're saying is Josh Downs comes in and he's immediately the best wide receiver on this team. (sighs) There are people that want you to believe that. Yeah. There are people that want you to believe that. Yeah. I, you know me. I've never been a Michael Pittman as a one guy. But if Josh Downs can be T.Y. Hilton 2.0, then he's your one. Michael Pittman is the really solid two, you know, i.e. D.K. Metcalf, Tyler Lockett kind mm-hmm. of a thing. And I, and I think there's a possibility of that. I also think Anthony Richardson comes into the league and he has one great big advantage. He doesn't have to be polished. This is Trey Lance, Justin Fields, a handful of other guys we've done this with, in the, all the way back to Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. It's just different than what you're used to facing because you've got this gigantic human that can outrun your linebackers and absolutely run over your, your, your guys in the back half. So it's not going to be easy to script against even if Anthony Richardson comes out and he's a 57% passer, which is to me is entirely possible. Mm-hmm. I believe there is a possibility that you're more impressed with Anthony Richardson after one year than you are C.J. Stroud because of the situation he goes into mm-hmm. and the way the game is moving. And, and this is a great time to be a six foot six, 200, and how I don't remember his exact measurables that runs a 4 4 4 because the linebackers are getting smaller. Every, every position is getting smaller. Yep. And now you have this giant that runs 4 4. Mm-hmm. So, 
I, I could see this being a softer transition for him than people think. The bad thing is that you're in the AFC. Mm-hmm. So all but uh, so 12 of your 17 games are going to be against teams that are probably just better than you. And it's already been mentioned in the YouTube comments uh, a couple of times. Uh, it would be great if the quarterback knew how to throw. Anthony Richardson can throw. He's his just not mechanics, accurate. Well, his mechanics are – I mean, I'll say the same thing I said in the draft process. I think his mechanics are irretrievably broken. This is a lot like – and you're wearing your Red Sox shirt, so I'll, I'll go with a few that have happened over the years. You catch a lot of these guys like R.A. Dickey that, well, he wasn't actually a knuckleball guy in the beginning. The problem is he had this really weird throwing motion. He can only throw a fastball like 85 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So you get to a certain point where that's not going to be good enough. And so you learn this weird little pitch that nobody ever sees, and it's really hard to hit. That could be a lot of what you get with with Anthony Richardson. I'm so proud of you. I know baseball. I just don't <laughs> like it. That's one of the great misnomers of people who watch this show. I know it pretty well. I just don't like it. Stephen Tao, exactly what I was thinking. They said Lamar couldn't throw, and then he led the league in passing touchdowns. But And you've got to look at why that was. I mean, he was 200 attempts behind the Bradys and guys like that because you're getting much more open passing mm-hmm. lanes because you've got a safety that's dedicated to you, you got to keep him in the pocket or a linebacker or whatever it is. So there are times that you're playing 11 on 10. It's not that Lamar's a great thrower of the football. That That's a myth. And I would say the same thing about Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. If we did the old quarterback club thing and had the targets that were on the little golf carts, I got news for you. Jalen Hurts not going to be great. Nope. Neither is Lamar Jackson. Nope. Anthony Richardson won't either. Nope. But it doesn't matter uh, when it comes to winning games. And and in the Lamar right is, Lamar's yeah. a good example. To an extent, Justin Fields is an example. And and Hurts. And Jalen Hurts yeah. is an example. This game is changing. Now, I don't I'm not of the belief that the the statue S quarterback is it, it doesn't have a place in this league. I think that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because quite frankly, Joe Burrow in a foot race foot race is gonna be pretty close to me. Now he's nimble. But he's not really fast. mobile. Right. I don't think you have to be fast. You just can't be lead footed. So, I mean, I think there's a path that Anthony, that Anthony Richardson's better than people think. Yeah. Quick. You're if in. there's a team I'm really wrong on, I think it's the Colts. I would tend to agree. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The post-draft power rankings continue next since man created roads they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there that's where outlaw off-road comes in a premier off-road center for jeeps trucks and suvs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be check out their location right here in western north carolina at 85 avery creek road call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at the Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. 
Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday. Feels good to have three hours of football. That's right. Post-NFL draft Power Rankings. Already we've been through the Cardinals, the Texans, the Bucks, the Rams, and the Colts. Those are your, those are your bottom five. Those are your bottom feeders. Now it's time for number 27, the Chicago Bears. I I, I like what you've done to the roster, okay? You, you are now legitimately an NFL roster. Mm-hmm. You're out of the bottom of the bad. You do understand this roster's still not good, right? I keep seeing Chicago in the top 20 going, what am I missing here? <laughs> it's an improved roster. No doubt. But will it be? Will they be able to translate it into wins is, is my question, and I don't know that that would be the case. I mean, you look at the weapons and you go, okay, now, now Justin Fields has DJ Moore. Woo-hoo! Awesome. I mean, it's, it's better than what he had last year. Uh-huh. You add that to Darnell Mooney. Okay, Chase Claypool has been an aberration for the last two years. So nope, didn't use that word right. <laughs> he's been an invisible man. An aberration would mean that he's been special. He has not been that. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I I, I don't get it, and I keep seeing it over and over and over and over again. I don't know who they're supposed. All right, so I've looked at the schedule. You do catch some good at home. All right, so you play the three teams in your division. Arizona Cardinals, that that helps. Mm-hmm. Falcons and the Panthers, you're going to lose at least one of those. Broncos, probably lose that one. Raiders and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Or Raiders and the uh, – miss some of there. Raiders. Okay, it's probably four – to five wins at home then i look at the away and you have to go to lambo you have mm-hmm. to go to minnesota you have to go to detroit mm-hmm. you also have to go to the browns the chiefs the chargers the saints the buccaneers and the commanders uh, that's a just a, a slew of losses if they win two games on the road you should consider this the greatest year in chicago bear history because that schedule is evil and i just i think you're a year away now, a year from now, you're going to have Carolina's pick. You're going to have your own pick in, in a draft that's really, really good. And I firmly believe a year from now, you're going to be looking for another quarterback. Because I think now you're going to give him all the weapons and all the excuses are going to go away and the product's not going to change. Do you? 
I don't see anything really changing. I don't think that they'll be picking last or first. No, next I don't. Year. I don't either. Although they won't pick first or second, but they'll more than likely pick six to nine. All right. So it, it, year over year, uh, Justin Fields played ten games his rookie year, fifteen games last year. He was a fifty-eight point nine percent completion guy his rookie year, sixty and a half last year. Uh, touchdown interception ratio was seven to ten his rookie year, seventeen to eleven his rookie mm-hmm. er, his second year. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's just keep the progression we've already seen. Maybe add a little bit because the roster has gotten better. Say so he gets to sixty-two percent, throws twenty-four touchdowns, twelve interceptions. Where's that put you? How many touchdowns? Twenty-four. Does he run? Uh, does he run? Yeah. Ah, uh, let's see. Last year. Last year he had eight. That was on 160 rushes. I struggle to believe that he's going to run more than 12 times a game. I'll keep that all the same. Bump it up to 10. Okay. Say he rushes for 1,100 yards again, 10 touchdowns. So he's responsible for 34 total. So he's Jalen Hurts with not as many interceptions? Or with more interceptions, excuse me? Uh, Jalen Hurts had a much higher completion percentage than that. But okay, all right. Even let's say that happens. Mm-hmm. Where's this team finish? Seven ten. Is that the high side? Probably. I would agree. Eight and nine would be sky is the Eight limit. Eight and nine, you beat somebody you weren't supposed to. Yeah, I would agree with that. Literally, you beat somebody you were not supposed to. Which you did last year. Mm-hmm. That was in a monsoon where they couldn't throw and you didn't want to. Which I, I feel like people forget, but. I I don't I can't have them any higher than that right now. I I will, I spent a lot of time on the Bears because I do like what they did in the offseason, mm-hmm. but I I I just don't think it's going to have a massive improvement year over year. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that re- roster better than the Packers right now? Yes, I disagree with you <laughs> vehemently. <laughs> the roster take the quarterback out. Two to fifty three. Uh, no, no. I mean, the, yeah. I mean, the Green Bay roster is better, exponentially better. And I got you news for you: you're Jordan not going to be waiting Love. long on Green Bay. Oh no. Well, I mean, you say you factor this, in Jordan this, Love. This is where I had Green Bay. Well, I mean, you say you factor in Jordan Love. How much worse is Jordan Love than than Justin Fields? I don't it, think it's it significant. Can be terrible. He doesn't have the rushing ability that Ju- Justin Fields has. He's mobile-ish. He's not as mobile as Justin Fields. Right. I would say he has an exponentially better arm, accuracy-wise. Mm-hmm. Got a much better throwing motion. Mm-hmm. Has 14 rookie and second-year receivers to throw to, which I don't love. But <laughs> I, just, I don't buy the Jordan Love thing. I don't really buy Justin Fields either. The, the next three teams, the Bears and the next two coming up, were the hardest three to differentiate in the power rankings for me. Mm-hmm. Not close. I absolutely agree with that. Because you all three have rosters that, I, that I'm that i in varying degrees of like with and quarterbacks that I'm in varying degrees of absolutely can't stand. Mm-hmm. At number 26. The Let's Ride Denver Broncos. This is too low. Right? It's too low. Is it? All right, sell me this is too low. Sean Payton. Sean Payton is worth yeah. more than this. More than the, what, seventh worst team in the NFL. Okay. Why? Because he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. 
Uh, I'm going to act like you didn't say that because I, I have blood coming out of my ears. Uh, you don't think so? He's not in the top 10, and I don't think that's even debatable. Okay, so he's top 20? You know, that's you that's said still one, a pretty long you, list. Yeah, you said one of the greatest of all time, and I, I feel like there's a there's got to have a benchmark there somewhere, and it is nowhere near for me. <laughs> okay. Here's my problem with, with Denver. Look at who they play. It's hard to find wins. And their schedule is evil. Okay. You got, you'll be at the dog, and this is, I'm taking this directly off uh, denverbroncos.com because mm-hmm. they tried to project the schedule. Mm-hmm. So there's no real rhyme or reason to this. At the Dolphins, home to the Jets, home to the Raiders, at the Bears, at the Chiefs, Vikings, Browns, at the Texans, Packers, Patriots, at the Lions, at the Chargers, Chiefs, Commanders, at the Bills, Chargers, at the Raiders. If they get to eight wins, Sean Payton should be the coach of the year. With Russell Wilson in the AFC against that schedule, mm-hmm. you should win coach of the year. Undeniable. And with Sean Payton, I feel like that's not uh, – to, to me, I feel like that's not only doable, but if I don't. Russell Wilson takes a step forward with And you expect him to do that at 34 years old. Sure. I don't. With a new scheme, things are going uh, pretty different down there. I, and he's got the weapons – so I I'll make it, the. I think it can happen. I, I'm going to make my sweeping declaration with the Denver Broncos. Okay. I think it's abundantly obvious that Russell Wilson's not the future. Four weeks in, hmm. and I think it shows on Sean Payton's face quicker than that. It doesn't make any sense. You go back and watch what Drew Brees did to make Sean Payton the greatest, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson can't do any of it. None of it. Literally none of it. Sit in the pocket and throw dimes. You ever seen him do that? I mean, I'll dare you to go back and find me the year that he did. Uh, you can pull statistical, oh, well, he was 60, I think 66 is the highest percentage, completion percentage he's ever had. Somewhere in there. Even that year, over 15% of his throws from outside the pocket. Mm-hmm. Peyton never did that. Drew Brees would sit in the pocket and throw dimes. I feel like this team's going to run the ball a lot, and you just get into this, you're bringing a pea shooter to a gunfight. Because you're going up against Justin Herbert and and uh, Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen and Tua Tungavailoa, and I think it's going to be abundantly clear really, really quick that you just don't have the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I also think there's a possibility that a year from now we're looking at Sean Payton going, did we overvalue you? Not because I don't think he's a good coach. I think he is. But I kind of go back to that thing I said when Denver brought him in. He does have a little Mike McCarthy with a better PR team. Historically, they're pretty similar. So I, I just I'm not ready to to look at what I saw last year and go that was all Nathaniel Hackett. No, Russell Wilson was a dumpster fire before, during, and after Nathaniel Hackett. So sorry, I don't put it all on him. Mm-hmm. I, I think th- Sean Payton will help, and that's why you got out of the bottom five because that's where you were. Okay. Denver Broncos coming in at number 26. You want them over this next team, don't you? Oh, and it's not close to I, me. And, and I can – this is the one that I can go, okay. Number 25 is the Green Bay Packers. And I have them well behind the Broncos, and I have them pretty well behind the Bears too. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not there. Because if you look at the starters, 2 to 22 – if Jordan Love is even a serviceable Baker Mayfield level quarterback, mm-hmm. 
you still have a very good roster. You can run you the still, ball. Uh, you've job. got a line that, when it's healthy, is really good. You've got a bunch of young defensive players. You've got two really good corners. Mm-hmm. I, and I feel like people are just throwing that baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, I don't like your quarterback either. But it, it, it's not like the rest of the roster went with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you lost Lazard. Whoopee-woo. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to have a whole lot of role anyway. That's why they didn't even attempt to resign him. And I look at the young guys and go, there's a way you could construct a passable offense here. I'm not telling you it's going to be special by any stretch of the imagination. But to say that their roster is not better than the Bears is asinine to me. I probably couldn't name you a position where the Bears are better than them other than maybe receiver. And even then, I'm getting into DJ Moore and Christian Watson are very similar players. They do a lot of the same thing. And Green Bay runs the ball better. And defensively, the talent's not even close. Mm -hmm. Now, if Joe Barry runs them into the rocks again, well, then, uh, oops. Yeah, you should have fired him, and that I'll that I will say. I was say that's that, that's kind of where my mind's at. Is that we expected that Green Bay defense to be the savior last year when things weren't clicking with Aaron and the young kids on the in the wide receiver core? It never happened. Okay, I mean until so, way late in the season, it was well too late for them to make the playoffs. All right, I'm going to say something, and I and I genuinely mean it. I'm not sure that in Green Bay, it's not going to translate to wins and losses. I'm not sure that Aaron wasn't addition by subtraction because you got the old guy with all these young guys and it just didn't click. Mm-hmm. It might click a little better with Jordan Love. Not saying you're going to get better quarterback play. You might get a more cohesive team. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. When we come back for the break, it'll be time for Jeremy's bangers of the night Two in the NBA. And then we'll continue with the power rankings after. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Did you know Ingalls only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business. And we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. Coffee's the closers only. Get them the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Two and two last night. And we have two series on the brink, just as I thought we would. The Knicks and the Warriors both look like they're done like dinner, but tonight we have 
two series that could still play out in different ways. I'll try to sort through it and make this a profitable night in the NBA. This is Green on Green, brought to you by Ingles Markets. Low prices, love the savings. The Philadelphia 76ers are a seven-and-a-half-point dog tonight at Boston, over under 213. I'm going to start with the easy part. The over here just seems too good to be true. Three of the four games in this series would cover this number. The only one that didn't was game two, and Philly put up 87 points total. Boston is 7-1 and one covering the over in the last eight. For the season, they're 27-18-1 covering the over at TD Garden. Now, as for how the game goes, the Sixers have really struggled with the Celtics in Boston. They've only covered twice in their last nine games at the Garden and are only 5-15 and 15 straight up against the Celtics in their last 20. And I know all of that. However, there is still the factor of playoff James Harden, who has been an absolute dog in the Sixers' wins in this series. I also know that the only way the Sixers can get over this hump is to win a game in Boston, and I can't imagine that being in Game 7 with the Garden in its most electric state. The Sixers are playing with house money. They're lucky to be in this series. They're lucky this series is tied. But I'm sure I'm not the only one that's noticed how much easier it is for James Harden to get what he wants when he's not guarded by Jalen Brown. I'm going out on the limb here. Look for Harden to go right at Brown early with the intention of getting him in foul trouble again and the Sixers play loose and find a way to win this game. I can't give you a great reason why tonight is the night other than gambler's intuition, but I'm taking the Sixers plus seven and a half. I'll take them to win outright and over the 213. Finally, my 2023 NBA champion Denver Nuggets are a five and a half point favorite tonight at home against the Phoenix Suns over under 227 and a half. Okay, so I've heard this narrative that the Suns are playing so much more up tempo and scoring points much more easily with Chris Paul out of the lineup. I can't disagree with any of that. It's completely true. Now ask yourself this question. If this was the magic elixir, why did it take them so long to figure it out? Ooh, ooh, let me answer that. Because Cameron Payne can't play dead in the Western defensively, and you mark my words, Jamal Murray is going to go absolutely nanners tonight. No one has ever doubted Payne's ability to score. There's a reason he's been a DFS cheat code for years, but people are forgetting the opposite side of that fact. They also seem to be forgetting that the Denver Nuggets are one of the best teams in the NBA at home, and they're coming off an emotional loss in Phoenix that involved the new owner of the Suns. Look for Denver to come in with a chip on their shoulder and to put it on Phoenix early and often. That being said, I could easily see this being closer than it should be, and it could stay that way until the very end. I'm completely locked in on the Nuggets to win this game. The points make me really nervous, but I'm still giving the five and a half, and I will confidently go over the 227 and a half. For more, follow us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. And as always, Green on Green is brought to you by Ingles Markets. Love the savings with Ingles. Love the winnings with me. Mull it out. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. This is ESPN Asheville, and it's 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportocracy, live from the Ingalls studio. Watch us on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com. Click the live video link. Subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat as we debate here on a Power Rankings Tuesday. The post-draft Power Rankings, of course, this is really post-offseason 
Not much left to do in the offseason for these teams. There's a couple of free agents here and there that are still available, but nothing that's really going to change anything. Not much that will move the needle. Exactly. So we're going through the list here, as we always do, 32 to 1. And before we continue with the power rankings, we're going to say happy birthday, happy 30th to eat and sleep football in our YouTube comments. Without a doubt, the most domestic lights I ever had in one day was my 30th birthday. And I was with Tank. It was one of the first days that we ever actually, like, outside of – was on a uh, uh, March Madness Thursday. Yes, it was. Florida State played Xavier. Uh, they literally could have handed out the winning lottery numbers at tip-off of that game. They wouldn't know. <laughs> it wouldn't was a fun know. day. <sighs> was a very yeah, fun just day. Speak for yourself on that one. It wasn't necessarily all that fun for me. Well, I mean, it was it was fun when I left. And then Jeremy kept going after that, as he always does. Woo! And, you know. Qualify. Qua oh, no. Decisions were made. Headaches were had. And we move on. And I woke up the next day, St. Patrick's Day. Let's go again. But happy 30th to eat and sleep football. Uh, we appreciate you always being a part of the family here. And uh, when yeah, you got a birthday coming up, just uh, let us know. We'll shout you out on the air as well. Uh, listening to us everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app, Power Rankings Tuesday. We're up to number 24. And it's the Tennessee Titans. <sighs> this is another team that's, that was hard for me to place. I think they're going to play defense really well. Mm -hmm. They made Derrick Henry really well. Mm -hmm. If you tell me Will Levis plays more than eight games, I have them at least four spots too high. But are you going to be shocked if they Ryan Tannehill gross out seven and ten, eight and nine, nine and eight? No. I'm not either. No. Not either. In the least. It will not surprise me in the least. And I don't know how they're going to do it. But they always find a way. There have yep. been many years so now where we've said, what? The offensive line is not as good as I would like it to be, mm -hmm. and your weapons are awful. Yep. Yep, that would be three years in a row. Yep. Um, and I have I have them about the same place in my power rankings. And I have another team that we're going to talk about in just a little while right next to them because feel like they're very similar teams. So just a little tease for coming up. Uh, look, the Tennessee Titans, are they've got players – they just don't have enough players, no. right? If you can run the ball and you can play defense, it's going to keep you at least competitive. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think Tennessee is. They're also a vet team. And I just I don't see 5-12, and 12, no matter how bad the roster is. I don't see Mike Vrabel going 5-12. Uh, and 12. I don't either. At number 23, the Las Vegas Raiders. And I can't you believe that you're high. lower than uh, on them than I am. Really? I have them at 22. Who do you have behind them that I don't? We'll get to them in a second. Okay. <laughs> it's the same team that I just teased. Ah. <laughs> we'll get to them I, in And just I'll be honest with you, I felt like I had the Raiders too low. Mm -hmm. But I keep coming back to Josh McDaniels. It is so hard for me to believe in anything that he's selling. Mm-hmm. I like the weapons with with Devontae and and Devontae bringing back exactly. Josh Jacobs. I think the line has improved at least to some tread. Mm -hmm. And I really like adding Tyree Wilson to uh, to Chandler Jones. The and, line has improved with what? 
What did they do to improve the line? Or is another this year. just another year it's of just another cohesiveness? Year. I like, I've always liked Dylan Parham. You know that. Mm-hmm. Raider fans have screamed every year, oh, we don't need to improve the line. Well, I think you do. You do. You needed to do. But you keep not doing it. Yeah, you so. needed to do a lot more in the offseason than you did, in my opinion. Aside from Colton Miller, and I'll give you Dylan Parham. I don't like anything else on that line. Andre James, I guess, is fine. Not a big fan. He's the definition of average. Right. And Jermaine Illuminor was not bad last year. You got dudes on the right side of that line. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I like the Jacoby Myers thing. Mm-hmm. I really like the Jad and Michael Mayer. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I think they're going to be better. I just don't really know how. I don't. I don't think they were as bad last year as they showed. There was something more going on in that locker room last year than what we than what met the eye. At least I think there Isn't was. Isn't there always something there more is. going on with the with the Las Vegas there Raiders? Is. This is this is why like I get I get you get you you hooked me in right. You remember last year? I at the beginning of the season I kept saying I feel I feel like I, I the hatred is gone. I feel, I like this team. Well, that's the thing is that the tank Spencer kiss of death. I guess. I mean, it, if you like and then them, by the they're end awful. Of the, right, if you hate right. them, they're good. And then by the end of the season, Las Vegas Raiders, oh, they're right where I thought they would be. Is Jimmy Garoppolo an improvement over Derek Carr? No. I don't think it Not is. Not really. Either. I don't think it is either. I think the defense will be better. I mean, maybe maybe for that system, he's an improvement. But I can't say definitively. Chris D said he's one of the, that Josh McDaniels is one of the great offensive minds. As a coordinator, I've seen that. As a coach, I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. It, it. I've never. Saw, oh, he was talking about McVay. Never mind. <laughs> because I, and the reason I said that was to lead into what I was getting ready to say. If you told me Josh McDaniels got fired five games into the season and Patrick Graham was the coach, I would like them exponentially more. I could see that. I really do. I just I think there is something about him, and I've heard stories, none of which I can really confirm. But there's just a lot of he just really wears on people. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. And that's why they're down here. I think this roster is more talented than this. You have more high-end players than any team around you, and I don't think it's all that close. But I don't I don't say how you're any better than that. But you just can't make it work. I think they're better than the Broncos. I think, and you and I disagree on that. Yes. I, I don't see. The Broncos are a team it. that I had ahead of them. And I Actually, don't no, it. I didn't. Actually, no, I didn't. I had them one spot. Ahead. I had them right beside each other. Now, the funny thing is if Sean Payton was the coach of the Raiders, uh, I'd probably have him in the top 15. That's how little I like Russell Wilson. Interesting. All right. Uh, at number 22. The New England Patriots. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming uh, here pretty soon. And, again, this is another team that we're not far off on by one spot. We I don't do well. Exactly. I don't say like, you Ramondre Stevenson really well. And even with that, it, you were talking about adding a, a running back in the, it, it's just, it's very clunky. I look at the Patriots roster and there's just a lot of clunky. I like that you got Christian Gonzalez. That's a rookie. That's not really going to change a lot of your fortunes. Mm-hmm. I don't believe. I think the addition of Juju Smith-Schuster will help make Jack, make Mac Jones look better, but you're still is you Jacob- still have a bottom five-ish quarterback is in the Juju league. Is Juju Smith-Schuster a better receiver than Jacoby Myers? 
No. no, he's not. No. By any metric you want to gauge this on, he's not. He looked good with Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. at times. Now he's going from Pat Mahomes to Mac Jones or Bailey Zapp or whatever you plan on doing. And then I just look around the division and go, you are grossly behind every team in this division. Mm-hmm. You're not even in the ballpark. No smile said Juju's a slide upgrade to Jacoby Myers. I disagree. One slot specific, one's not. One played with Pat Mahomes, one played with Mac Jones. And I know statistically what you're going to say. Those things aren't in a vacuum. All right, you give Jacoby Myers to Pat Mahomes, and then let me, let, let's see what that stat line looks like. Right. I, I just, I don't see it. I don't see how you're supposed <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to oh, see that. good Lord. They'll uh, finish above the Jets. No smiles. Says you know what? I'll make Jets. any wager with you that you want to on that. And I'll bet you Aaron Rodgers spanks them like a small child twice. <laughs> you know that thing I said last year, if the Jets get the chance to blow them out, they will? Uh, yeah, they get two chances. It's coming. And one of them's in Boston. Oh, it's coming. So, it's just, I, I think the roster's fine. Bill's in, is the all-timer coach. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking around the conference going, okay, what do you do better than anybody? Like quarterback, you're in the bottom three of this division. Or as you're in the bottom three of this conference, there's no way to get around it. I don't think the rosiest colored Patriots fan glasses could say, you're in anything but the bottom three in the AFC. Uh, in terms of quarterback? Of there are some of them out there. They do recreational drugs. That's the only way I could... Yeah, you can't. I told you one it. of the funniest things I read this offseason was an article yesterday from some New England Patriots blogger saying that Mac Jones is a top fifteen quarterback in this league. Those people do exist. They're completely wrong, but those people do exist. I just I can't figure out how you're supposed to do it. All right, you're gonna play good defense and grind it. Okay, Jalen Mills is gonna wind up on somebody much better than him against all three teams in your division. I don't see how they win a game in the division. And I'm not even talking about the fact you have to play the NFC East and the AFC West. Mm -hmm. It could be really bad. It could be really, really bad. It could be. I could could see them losing almost every game in the division except for that game against the Jets. They always get you once. Uh, yeah but we'll see if that there's we'll a little difference today there might be a difference between aaron Rodgers and mark sanchez nah not much not much uh, and now he's saying we're we're, we're haters now it's uh, okay make the case for me mm-hmm. you know what we're gonna move on to the next tape you make the case for me and if it makes even logical sense i'll regurgitate it into this microphone because i've been trying my damnedest to figure out how you're gonna do it and i can't because yes you're gonna get out to quarterback to an extent but then you get into you've got a corner. Mm-hmm. You've got a corner. You've got two really old tackles, and you're in arguably the best division in football. Yep. So at number twenty-one. Oh, I guess I do need the list pulled up for that, don't I? <laughs> it's the Carolina Panthers. I want to argue with this. I really do. Every part of me wants to say, "Hold the phone." Let's let's grab the reins on these horses and pull it back just a little bit. But I, I, I just can't. I look at the coaching staff that Carolina's put together, and I am all in on the Bryce Young train. I, I, I like the weapons. I like the defense on this team. 
And for once, I feel like your offensive line is pretty pretty good. You got – here's where I'm at with Carolina. You got, beyond a shadow of a doubt, the best quarterback in this class with a coaching staff that I really feel like can do a lot with them. And the defense was pretty good in the first place. Mm-hmm. The defense got put in terrible positions by Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. I don't think you're going to do that. I don't think you're going to do that with Bryce Young. They're going to contain him to the point that he can do what got him here. Now, do I have two other teams in your division ahead of you? I do. But not by much. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, it's by as little as I could physically have them. I love what Carolina's done. I I, I would be remiss if I – and I swear to you I'm not trying to throw cold water on this. I would be remiss if I didn't say this is a lot of change. This is a whole new playbook. Mm -hmm. This is all new weapons. And Terrace Marshall and Shai Smith, that's fine. I could argue that you're four and you're five. Right. It's a lot of change in one year with a rookie quarterback. So I can't tell you that it's going to look as good as you want it to off the jump. But I think you give it time. If you're lucky, it really starts to click about mid-year, mm-hmm. and you could win this division. Yes, and by mid-season, you go on that run that no one in the division can stop you, and you end up winning this division, making the playoffs, and leaving a whole lot of hope on the table for the uh, the Roaring Riot fan base. Fact or fiction, this is the first team in the power rankings that can win their division. I don't even think it's debatable. Oh, fact. I can physically not find a path that anybody below them wins their division. I would agree. But I like what Carolina's done. Mm-hmm. And after the break, we'll talk about two other teams in the division. And I can't separate them. And there's a really basic reason why. You're in the sportsocracy. This is the ESPN Asheville Post NFL Draft Power Rankings here on a Power Rankings Tuesday. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Did you know Ingalls only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. The Sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday here on ESPN Asheville. And as we continue here at uh, the top 20 post-NFL draft, number 20, the Atlanta Falcons. And this is the one. This is the one I was teasing earlier. You had the Tennessee Titans down there. They play good defense and they run the ball well. Like, okay, 
Yeah, to me, I, these I, those two teams are eerily similar. And shocker of shockers, the coach of one came from the other. Yeah, but I like Atlanta way better. Because of Kyle Pitts and Drake London? Mm, no, because I think they might be the two most underutilized assets in the NFL. The line is way, way better than Tennessee. Now, Ryan Tannehill's better than Desmond Ritter. Mm-hmm. I could be getting completely snowed by, by everything Atlanta's doing. I'm just looking at the defense going, you have a leader at all four, or at all three levels now. Jesse Bates, A.J. Terrell, Calais Campbell. Mm-hmm. So that's three, in my opinion, high-level veteran guys to go with a lot of young talent mm-hmm. that I just think is going to be good. I think this defense is going to be really good. And then I look at the offense and go, you know what? I've watched Baltimore do this. I've watched Baltimore do this where they just run the ball down your throat. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. B. John Robinson's the best running back that that either of those two teams have had, I would say, in the last 10 years. In terms of a team that that, that is planning on doing this, where we're going to run more than anybody in the league. This is already one of the best rushing teams in the league. Mm-hmm. That was with Tyler Algier and Cordero Patterson. What do you think they're going to do with the best running back prospect I've seen since Saquon Barkley? How many more carries are there to go around, though? All right, so average in the NFL is about sixty-seven snaps. Mm-hmm. All right, that's about that's if you averaged out the entire league, that's the number that we mentally say you can expect in an average-paced game. I would say Atlanta runs forty-seven times a game. I could easily see a pass where this team is two to one pass to run. Or run to pass, excuse me, I said mm-hmm. backwards. And if that's the case, I could see a path that they're just going to wear you out. They, they could just just wear you down. And then they're not easy to score on. Is it going to be fun to watch? No. No, it's not. I mean, the, the Atlanta Falcons are going to be eye broccoli for at least the next 365 days mm-hmm. until there's a legit NFL quarterback on this roster because Desmond Ritter is not. But I could still see it working to a, to, to an extent. I could see them winning this division. It wouldn't shock me in the least. They could. They could win the division. But to me, on paper, I, 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 I feel like they're the second worst team in this division. Or I guess I should say it third best team in this division because there's such a gap to me between the top three and my sucking ears. Okay. Make the argument for me that Carolina's better than Atlanta with something you can tangibly show me. Bryce mm. Young is a hypothesis. Yes, it is. You're, you're, you cannot give me anything more than guesswork on Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. They're, very, the they're very similar teams mm-hmm. to me. They have a lot of young talent on defense. Mm-hmm. It's a completely new scheme for Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I I just feel like Atlanta is just a fraction ahead of them right now. I could be wrong in three weeks. Mm-hmm. We could watch three Carolina Panther games uh, uh, next year and me go, whoa, you remember when I thought Atlanta was better than them? That was stupid. Yeah. And see, that's that, that's kind of where my brain's at right now with the Carolina Panthers. I just, I like all the additions that they've made, but you don't have the quarterback. And no. I look at I I I. Their team is better than mine, no doubt. Not saying that it's even really all that relatively close at this point. 
but your quarterback situation is roughly the same, in my opinion. You don't have a legit big boy NFL quarterback, and that is going to kill you when it matters. And I agree with that. I just don't know how much that he's going to be asked to do. I've seen Arthur Smith run an offense with a mediocre quarterback where playing within the confines of the offense, you made a guy that I once said was not an NFL quarterback more than usable. Mm -hmm. And he could do it with Desmond Ritter, and it wouldn't shock me. I guess that's fair. At number 19. The New Orleans Saints. I remember, I said, yeah, they're they're back to back to back because I have no idea. There is great change with all three of these teams. It is the worst division in football. It is not close. Mm-hmm. Not even kind of close. That's what opens this up. If Carolina, Atlanta, or New Orleans were in any other division in the NFL, I would say they have zero shot to win the division. Fact or fiction? Yeah, fact. Well, here's the thing. They're all in one, so somebody has to win it. And getting to play each other six times is that's a that that's a step up. And with New Orleans, I just come back to one thing. I think all three. I think every team in this division will be able to play defense to some shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. I think New Orleans has the most defensive talent, and they have Derek Carr. Yep. You have a quarterback that I've seen be a big boy in this league. Mm-hmm. None of the rest of you. That's where I come back to New Orleans and being a division winner to me or a favored division winner to me has to put you in the top half of the league. So I had the New Orleans Saints at 16. They see, were my last top half of the team. I top just can't go that high. Because Dennis Allen just scares me to death. Mm-hmm. He should. And I don't know what's going to happen with Kamara. I feel like you're hedging a lot on Michael Thomas. And so to me, it's just a, there's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of unknown. And I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's the, only one team I've got in front of them that I think you could even make, make the argument for. And it's not even the next one. <laughs> okay. That's a little weird, but okay. I have one team that I just so happen to be really fond of. I'm sure people are not going to like it, but it is what it is. So the next team on the list, number 18, the Minnesota Vikings. I you ever heard that term hubris comes shortly before the fall? Sure. I can't imagine how this team doesn't just absolutely fall off a cliff. I don't know about fall off a cliff. Is it possible to win 11 one-score games again? No. No, no it's not. Those things are cyclical. And, you know, we, as much as we talked about Kirk Cousins over the years and one-score games, I mean, when it you know, when it comes down to it, can Kirk Cousins win you a game? Sometimes. Sometimes he can. Last year was an aberration where he helped helped you win every game that was right. close. So you were the luckiest team in NFL history when it came into one-score game. Mm-hmm. And every statistical metric will tell you that. The chances of you ever doing, of any team ever doing that again, are well over a million to one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell, I'm going to recite their schedule. You tell me who you know you're, you, who you know they're better than. At Atlanta, at Carolina, at Chicago, these are all on the road. Denver, Detroit, Green Bay, Vegas. Is there one game you know they win there? That's eight games on the road. 
just unequivocally, I know they're going to win this game. Chicago. I mean, I feel like. They're going to go into Chicago. Let's say that game's in December. You're going to go into Chicago in the cold where Kirk has never been good and beat them. Probably. I don't buy it. And it's definitely not a definitive. Mm -hmm. Home games are Chicago, Detroit, Green Bay, obviously. Mm -hmm. New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, the Chargers, the Bengals, the 49ers, the Eagles. I I could make a convincing argument. This team will be lucky to win five games. Because you have Justin Jefferson and nothing else. Jordan Addison. Woo. It's a rookie. It's a rookie who a lot of teams had a lot of questions about. Mm -hmm. Because he is really little. And that's all you've got. There is you're getting into KJ Osborne and who's well, not we got, terrible. <sighs> he's not good. He's not a star. He's just okay. Are you beating Pat, Pat Mahomes with that? Beating no. Justin Herbert with that? You beating Joe no. Burrow with that? Well, that that's a problem because that's who you play. <laughs> yeah, all of the advantages you got last year, you don't have. Them. You burned every one of those in one year. Mm-hmm. And I'm, de- I'll make a sweeping declaration. Because I have a little bit of intel on how the schedule is going to look. Just a few random leaks that have bounced around league circles. Mm-hmm. We will walk away from Thursday when the schedule comes out and go, who in the world did the Vikings make angry in the NFL office? Because this is evil. There's a path. There is a path that this is one of the six worst teams in the NFL. I can't see it. I, I really can't see. Wait till the ske- just you have put a pin in that mm-hmm. until the schedule comes out, mm-hmm. and then I want to remind you you said that that, that you just you've seen no path. I, I I don't. I feel like the team will be better defensively. I feel like they filled the holes that they lost in the secondary with Patrick Peterson and 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 others leaving. With with a one slot corner, Marcus Davenport being added to the pass rush. Who I don't like. I know he wasn't you don't good like in New Orleans, and now he's going into a. Now he's got to go learn a new scheme. Yeah, but he's on the other side of Daniel Hunter, and that'll take some pressure off. He'll he'll have the ability. I see a lot of young guys that I have absolutely no idea what they're what they're going to be. I see a really young defense that lost several vet guys, mm-hmm. and now you have to go up against one of the more evil schedules mm-hmm. in the league. Mm-hmm. Schedule's going to matter, but Kirk Cousins is. Still, Kirk Cousins. Look, you can you can knock him all you want to, but he's, he's one of the most cons- he's one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the league. He's a league average. He's a, where we sit now. He is a slightly above average quarterback in the NFL. Yes, with lesser weapons. They're talking about trading his running back. That for whatever reason is just not going away. Mm-hmm. And I don't buy your defense. I don't know how much lesser the weapons are. I really don't. With T.J. Hawkinson and uh, Jordan Addison being added in the draft. You still have Justin Jefferson. KJ Osborne's still there. You're just you're replacing a what a 33 year old wide receiver. Weird. And I'm gonna. I knew I was gonna use this phrase mm-hmm. at some point, uh, and I started to think this towards the end of last year. And it really showed in the Colts game where you should have gotten absolutely blown out by one of the worst teams in the league, but they decided, oh yeah, we're one of the worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys who absolutely annihilated them. Mm-hmm. I think the league figured them out. The Kevin O'Connell thing, the I had lunch with Sean McVay. If you look at how the last month and the playoffs went for Minnesota, I think the league figured them out. And now you have done nothing to really alleviate that. I like Jordan Addison. I, I'm not saying that I didn't. 
I've had a lot of people say that of all the receivers you could have gotten in the first round, that might have been the one that helped you the least. Hmm. Just because of the fit and and where you're going to be able to scheme him and how you're going to be able to use him. All right, you're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville number 17 in the post-NFL draft power rankings. Coming up next. At Ingles, we are proud to introduce our all-new curbside service. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app to order, and our friendly staff will bring your groceries right to your car and have you ready to go in no time. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy. Visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. Feels good to be back in the uh, warm embrace of a Power Rankings Tuesday. Just as things should be here in the Sportsocracy. It is the post-NFL draft Power Rankings Tuesday. As we roll on here, getting close to the top half of the league, but just missing out. Just missing out on the top half of the league at number 17. This is a team I'm going to catch a lot of flack for. The Washington Commanders. Okay, you're catching flack how? Too high? Too high. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you have them? 19. I had them a couple of spots lower than this. It wasn't a great discrepancy. We we both believe in Sam Howe. It's Sam Howe time. And like I said yesterday when we were talking about Sam Howe, you better hope this works. We think it's going to work. We think it could work. And I'm going to keep telling you, you're undervaluing how i'm not going to say obvious there are certain guys specifically at quarterback that you can see on the day-to-day and go yeah that's good that's good that's gonna be good Mm -hmm. that's gonna be real good Mm -hmm. you never know quite how good any of those new england people that say well we knew it with tom you you, as soon as drew went down we knew we were gonna be just fine you had absolutely no clue that was gonna end the way it did (laughs) but you knew he was good yeah you could see it in practice. You could see the way carried and the way he carried himself. I cannot emphasize enough with people that I know in this league how many people around Washington really want you to know you boo booed, and now we're going to make you pay. We have a quarterback for the next ten years. Everybody said, "Oh well, they're they're in on Hendon Hooker." No, they weren't. Mm-hmm. I said it the entire draft process and that's all well and good but that's assuming that front offices don't make mistakes and that they don't look at a guy it's and not go, really the front ah. office it's it's really not the front office it's the coaching staff going trust me 
you got to understand, Ron Rivera is basically hedging his job on this. Mm -hmm. Because if Washington comes out and goes 6'11", he's elemental fired. New ownership group, probably leads to a new front office, Mm -hmm. fired. Mm -hmm. And at his age, this is probably the end. He's hedging all of that on Sam Howell. Mm -hmm. That should tell you a lot. A lot. It doesn't, though. It does not. It does not give me warm and fuzzy feelings inside. Look, I agree with him. Again, but it does not give me warm and fuzzy feelings that Ron Rivera is all in on, uh, you know, a dart throw quarterback, which is what a lot of people see this as. Oh, you picked him up in the fifth round. You think he's special. Again, I disagree with those people, but you better hope it works because if it doesn't, you're you're not improving. You're going to be right where you were. Defense, you know, defense can improve. Great. The defense but if is you can't, good. If you can't score points, we've thought that for four years. No, they're never healthy. So, I mean, exactly. that was the comma that was coming. The defense is going to be good mm-hmm. if they're healthy. Yes. And I think they got an absolute steal. See, I look at the defense and I go, front four, killer. And then? So so you're out on Fuller and Forbes. Eh. I don't know what, I don't I like know what Forbes is going to be. Ball hawk. And, I'll tell you exactly who's going to be. And Fuller's, Fuller's good, Forbes but he's had- not a star. To me, uh, he's the two. I think Forbes is the one off the jump. Maybe so. Oh, he's too thin. Yeah, yeah I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard that before. I actually, I heard that about Darius Slay for a long time. I look, Weird. Now I, that's the guy that everybody tries to convince me to stop five in this league. I, I look at the Washington Commanders and I go, I don't like your pieces. I mean, everybody knows how much I love the running back or the backup running back. But <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be playing in the XFL before you just tap out and go. He's not very good. I will never say that. Yeah, I will never say that. You, Hold on, I gotta modify one of my I gotta modify one of my favorite phrases. He really needs to learn to hold on to the damn ball. <laughs> he does. He does have issues with that. But uh I mean there are some tried and trues in life. I, Death, it, taxes, and Memphis running backs. I, I I feel like Antonio Gibson at this point is he's like a beautiful car. I watched a movie last night with Vince Vaughn and Kevin James and they were creating some electric car. I was only partially paying attention. Ah, yes. Classic. The Dilemma, is that what the, the thing dilemma. is called? The Dilemma. Yeah. Made me really hate Winona Ryder. Uh, <laughs> As you should. I, I, and I don't, because I, how can you cheat on him? I, I don't. Just watch that movie and go, oh, he's awesome. How can you cheat on that yeah, guy? T- two celebrities that I've always been told that r- r- people, they think of me when they see them. Kevin James, Vince Vaughn. In the same movie. Vince Vaughn? I have a lot of the same sense of humor that Vince okay, Vaughn does. Say, yeah, no, 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 it's not look looks. Nothing no, like no, 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 it's not looks. No, the looks would be uh, uh, Jason Siegel from uh, How I Met Your Mother. I got that a lot when my hair was shorter. If he ate another Jason Siegel. He outweighs me, secret time. Does he really? He's an inch taller than me. Jason Siegel is a big dude. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Either who. <laughs> I just look at Antonio Gibson like you're this beautiful car that we worked all the time and the engine is great and, and it top speed it's awesome oh yeah but we forgot the piece that holds the tires on right. so every time you get into second gear all four tires go I out mean, not you just every go full time. Fred Flintstone not every time I mean it's more like a Arca series pit crew sometimes you forget the lug nut okay and I like how bad you went Arca happen. there you well, watch I mean, a lot of ARCA. Well, NASCAR is really, I mean, I Frankie wasn't, wasn't going to throw shade at NASCAR guys because, I mean, I know it happens to the big guys, but I'm pretty sure it happens in ARCA way more than it does at, even at the Xfinity level. Sorry. 
Intrigued me that that's where you went. Yeah. Anyhow, the commanders to me are a great big question mark, and I don't and, know what to expect. And they're one that I'm I'm going out on a little bit of a, I, I, I I'm going out on a little bit of a ledge. Mm-hmm. No smiles. Still harping on the Mac Jones thing. What has Hal done? Uh, a he was an exponentially better prospect than Mac Jones was mm-hmm. to me. Take that for what it's worth. I've seen the limitations of Mac Jones. Sam Howell is a lot like a lottery ticket. We covered him for three years here, so we know this kid really well. And I just look at it and go, you know, if this is right, and this is one of those times I might be getting duped, and it happens in the pre-draft process a lot, of people are so dogmatic about something that they convince you of it Mm -hmm. because of how convinced they are. And this is one that I could be full Antonio Gibson, just going Fred Flintstone, scooting on my butt with my with my steering wheel in my hand. But I'm telling you right now, if I'm going to take a shot on somebody, A, it's going to be in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, it's going to be somebody that I don't know exactly what their quarterback is. Yep. Uh, but I like the upside. Yep. And that's Washington. There is a ton of upside with Washington. I will agree on that point. Top half of the league, we'll start it coming up next. Take a quick break. Then we'll get into the 16th best team in the NFL after last week's draft here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy on a Power Rankings Tuesday. Yeah, it's it's the offseason, but it's a week removed from the NFL draft. We've got all the major moves in the offseason. Anything that's going to move the needle for a team has already been done. There's nothing left coming out there that's going to change your opinion on one team or the other. So it's time to continue with the Power Rankings here. We're in the top half of the league, number 16, the New York football Giants. Yeah, Daniel Jones got paid, and I don't like bad that, quarterbacks after they get paid. I don't either. I don't either. I believe in Brian Dayball. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking. First of all, they have more receivers than any team I've ever seen. They do, but they are any 22. of them good? And that's the problem. Is <laughs> I don't know that any of them be good at football. Uh, right now, where does Jalen Hyatt rank amongst their wide receivers oh he's got to be a solid eight i mean they have a hundred so it's 
Really? Eight is pretty good when you're going in at 22 deep, which is what I think they have. I think he's one. He could, I think oh, he's already the I, best I, wide receiver I, that I they have. There. I, they just, the New York Giants are like my dating record before I met Amy. It's a whole slew of threes. Okay? You, you got a bunch of dudes. Sterling Shepard. I hope it wasn't a bunch of dudes. <laughs> I mean, if it was, that's s- fine. I, I, I'm, there's nothing wrong with that. You're six There's years nothing old. wrong with that. I, I have to remind myself of that sometimes. I am. The the thing about the the, the Giants is I just don't know who the go-to weapon's going to be. I you mean, Darren Waller. One. It's Saquon Barkley. Well, it's Darren Waller. There's, I mean, if he's healthy. And you go down the list of all their weapons, and virtually all of them have a health risk. And then you get into Daniel Jones, and now he's gotten paid. And we know the history of quarterbacks that have never hit certain benchmarks getting paid. It does not tend to go well. I don't know why I'm so down on the Giants, because I do love Brian Dayball, and I love Wink Martindale. I'm really down on the Giants, and I'm really up on the uh, Washington Commanders, and I don't know why. I don't really understand. I think it's because I know what one is, and I'm not 100% sure what the other one is. So you know what the Giants are. I know exactly what the Giants are. You're the going ceiling to be, of what you think Washington can be is exponentially, exponentially higher. higher. Okay. I mean, now look, I still have the Giants in front of them because they're much safer. I and mean, is there a possibility that Sam Howell is just awful? Yep. Yeah, I don't think it's much of one. But I is there any path that Daniel Jones is great? No. I and Seth, they don't see it. Is there a path that your defense is great? Yes, mm, I don't see that. I think I think it is. I I think that. I mean, it's I don't know so about young. in this year. And see, so that's eventually, my problem. Eventually, yes, I think this defense can be great. In fact, I mean, one of my notes about uh, about this team is the my best draft pick for them was Deontay Banks. I felt like that was the one because you added a corner who has a lot of upside, and I feel like your entire defense is sort of a sky-is-the-limit kind of a defense. Okay, so the Giants, I feel like, took a step in line. They jumped a year ahead, and now I think the expectations have gotten so high that they're almost invariably going to let you down. That's the best way I can find okay. the Giants. All right, to me, they are Melba Toast. Their high side they is are. the sixth seed in the NFC, fact or fiction? Yes. But I think their floor is the seven seed in the NFC. Um, yeah, probably. Right. Yeah, like, not- they're Melba Toast. They're not going to let you down. They'll win some games they're not supposed to. They could make things interesting at the end of the season, but they're not going to be a division winner, and they might win a game in the playoffs. And say I don't see a path that they win the game in the playoffs. Maybe. That's the reason that, for me, I actually started the rankings with the Giants and the Commanders at 16 and 17. And I worked it the other way out, which is that's the first time I've ever done that. Interesting. I also find it very interesting that we were two spots off on both of them. We both had them ranked exactly the same. Washington and then the Giants just slightly ahead of them. At number 15, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You don't want them to be this high. I don't. They are. They flat out are, and I'm not sure I don't have them too low. I exactly had them at 15 as well. In my power rankings. They were they had a killer draft. They killed every pick that they had. It filled some sort of a need or added some kind of a new wrinkle to this team that you go, that they're that that's gonna make them better. Biggest two problems I had last year were what? Offensive line mm-hmm. and health. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I I there's no way for me to know what your health's gonna look like, but your offensive line is way better. 
Yeah, when you added Broderick Jones in the draft and Isaac Sumalo in the free agency. Way better. Yes. And now I think you're going to be able to run, which is going to make Kenny Pickett better. Mm-hmm. I like the weapons. You add Allen Robinson, and the defense was always good, and now you actually have a legitimate corner in the building, which you did not have last year. Exactly. I wish they played in any other division because I absolutely hate the fact that they're the lowest-rated team in the, AF- in the AFC North. But I can't see it any other way. Right. Number 14, it's the Detroit Lions. This is too low for me. I And I get it. Uh, you have the power rankings front. Who in the world am I supposed to have below them? At the end of the day, it's still Jared Garf with no weapons for six weeks. Mm-hmm. That's unsettling to me. You say no weapons. Uh, he's missing the wide receiver that he was missing all of last year. Yeah. And he has no DJ Charles. No, there's no DJ Now it's Charles. a lot of Josh Reynolds. There's no DJ Hawkinson. You keep discounting Marvin Jones. The guy is. Marvin Jones is 84 years old. I don't care. Marvin He's still Jones good. is good. Marvin Jones is the only player in the NFL that's actually cashing an, uh, a, a social security check and an NFL check at the same time. I still do. I, I, I do don't not care. care about Marvin Jones. You should. Somehow in Jacksonville, he was irrelevant. Guess what? In Detroit, he will be irrelevant. He's been irrelevant. Minus one week in fantasy football every single year mm-hmm. the receiving core is not good the the jameson williams thing hurts mm-hmm. and for me it's really not a i'm down on the lines i think they're going to win that division in a walk the problem is that then you get into the playoffs and who do i think you're going to beat all right let's say you're the two seed in the nfc somehow that means you're going to catch the, the that giant team we were just talking about or the commanders or the vikings or the one of those AFC South team or NFC South teams that doesn't win the division. Mm-hmm. I don't know definitively that you're going to beat them. This team has all the makings to be really, really good, and I could be, I could be too low. I just don't know who I'm supposed to put below them. And when you see who I've got at 13, it kind of makes that abundantly clear. At number 13, the Baltimore Ravens. You're too low on them too. Uh, here's the thing: I can't be too low on everybody. Okay. <laughs> They're grading on a curve. Everybody can't get a B. Somebody's got to get a C, and somebody's got to fail. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of really good teams in this league. Baltimore's one of them. Yep. Your defense makes me a little bit nervous right now because I'm not seeing the star-studded Calais Campbell, Marcus Peters, and I feel like you've replaced every one of them on wish of, well, yeah, they. I mean, if you – put a marcus peters jersey on rocky sin then i i guess i could be convinced that they're both nfl players mm-hmm. but then i watch them play and i go oh no no there's a real big difference between one and the other and so you get to a point where you go do i think baltimore is the second best team in the division no i don't i i don't I th- there are two teams in that division i like better than them I agree. and i'm not sure i don't like pittsburgh better it's just i'm looking at the accumulation of talent and now Lamar's got receivers. I, I can't have him any lower. To me, that's the thing that gets it. To, to me, it is Lamar is taken care of. We, we can't say happy or what. We don't know. But he's taken care of. Long-term contracts sewed up. He now goes into this season with Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., and Rashad Bateman. And, far and, I far got and away the best weapons he's had. No doubt. Since he's been there. It's also J. the worst K. defense Dobbins, he's ever had. J.K. Dobbins healthy. Mm-hmm. 
Can I get a full season out of you? Can you be the guy that I've been expecting you to be for two years? Because when you got the ball in your hands, you're damn good. This is the thing that bothers me. It's the worst defense he's had in his entire career in the best that division's ever been, and it's not close. That's why I couldn't have me higher. Mm-hmm. Could I be wrong? Absolutely. It's the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville Sports Center Update. Coming up next, and then we will continue with the top 12 post-NFL draft power rankings. We'll be right back. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. This is ESPN Asheville, and it's 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportocracy, live from the Ingalls studio. Watch us on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com. Click the live video link. Subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat as we debate here on a Power Rankings Tuesday. The post-draft Power Rankings, of course, this is really post-offseason. Not much left to do in the offseason for these teams. There's a couple of free agents here and there that are still available, but nothing that's really going to change anything. Not much that will move the needle. Exactly. So we're going through the list here, as we always do, 32 to 1. And before we continue with the power rankings, we're going to say happy birthday, happy 30th to eat and sleep football in our YouTube comments. Without a doubt, the most domestic lights I ever had in one day was my 30th birthday. And I was with Tank. It was one of the first days that we ever actually, like, outside of – it was on a uh, uh, March Madness Thursday. Yes, it was. Florida State played Xavier. Uh, they literally could have handed out the winning lottery numbers at tip-off of that game. They wouldn't know. <laughs> it was a fun know. day. <sighs> was a yeah, very fun day. Speak for yourself on that one. It wasn't necessarily all that fun for me. Well, I mean, it was it was fun when I left. And yep. then Jeremy kept going after that, as he always does. Woo! And, you know, it's... Decisions were made, headaches were had, and we move on. And I woke up the next day, St. Patrick's Day, let's go again! But happy 30th to eat and sleep football. Uh, We appreciate you always being a part of the family here. And uh, when you got a birthday coming up, just uh, let us know. We'll shout you out on the air as well. Uh, Listening to us everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app, Power Rankings Tuesday. We're up to number 24 and it's the Tennessee Titans. This is another team that's, that was hard for me to place. I think they're going to play defense really well. Mm-hmm. They made Derrick Henry really well. Mm-hmm. If you tell me Will Levis plays more than eight games, I have them at least four spots too high. But are you going to be shocked if they Ryan Tannehill gross out seven and ten, eight and nine, nine and eight? No. I'm not either. No. I'm not either. In the least. It will not surprise me in the least. And I don't know how they're going to do it. But they always find a way. There have yep. been many years so now where we've said, what? The offensive line is not as good as I would like it to be, mm-hmm. and your weapons are awful. Yep. Yep, that would be three years in a row. Yep. Um, and I have, I have them about the same place in my power rankings. And I have another team that we're going to talk about in just a little while right next to them because feel like they're very similar teams so just a little tease 
for coming out. Uh, look, the Tennessee Titans are they've got players. They just don't have enough players. No. Right. If you can run the ball and you can play defense, it's going to keep you at least competitive. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think Tennessee is. They're also a vet team. And I just I don't see five and twelve, no matter how bad the roster is. I don't see Mike Vrabel going Mike uh, going five and twelve. I don't either. At number twenty three. The Las Vegas Raiders. And I can't you believe that you're high. lower than uh, on them than I am. Really? I have them at 22. Who do you have behind them that I don't? We'll get to them in a second. Okay. <laughs> it's the same team that I just teased. Ah. <laughs> we'll get to them I, in And just I'll be honest with you, I felt like I had the Raiders too low. Mm-hmm. But I keep coming back to Josh McDaniels. It is so hard for me to believe in anything that he's selling. Mm-hmm. I like the weapons with with Devontae and and Devontae bringing back exactly. Josh Jacobs. I think the line has improved at least to some tread. Mm-hmm. And I really like adding Tyree Wilson to uh, to Chandler Jones. The and- line has improved with what? What did they do to improve the line? Or is another this year. just another year it's of just another cohesiveness? Year. I like, I've always liked Dylan Parham. You know that. Mm-hmm. Raider fans have screamed every year, oh, we don't need to improve the line. Well, I think you do. You do. You needed to do. But you keep not doing it. Yeah, you so. needed to do a lot more in the offseason than you did, in my opinion. Aside from Colton Miller, and I'll give you Dylan Parham. I don't like anything else on that line. Andre James, I guess, is fine. Not a big fan. He's the definition of average. Right. And Jermaine Illuminor was not bad last year. You got dudes on the right side of that line. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I like the Jacoby Myers thing. Mm-hmm. I really like the Jad and Michael Mayer. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I think they're going to be better. I just don't really know how. I don't, I don't think they were as bad last year as they showed. There was something more going on in that locker room last year than what we than what met the eye. At least I think there Isn't was. Isn't there always something there more is. going on with the with the Las Vegas there Raiders? Is. This is this is why like I get I get you get you you hooked me in right. You remember last year, I at the beginning of the season I kept saying I feel I feel like I, I the hatred is gone. I feel, I like this team. Well, that's the thing is that the tank Spencer kissing death. I guess. I mean, it, if you like them, by the they're awful. The, right. If you hate them, they're good. And then by the end of the season, Las Vegas Raiders, oh, they're right where I thought they would be. Is Jimmy Garoppolo an improvement over Derek Carr? No. I don't think it Not is. Not really. Either. I don't think it is either. I think the defense will be better. I mean, maybe maybe for that system, he's an improvement. But I can't say definitively. Chris D said he's one of the, that Josh McDaniels is one of the great offensive minds. As a coordinator, I've seen that. As a coach, I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. it, it I've never. Saw, oh, he was talking about McVeigh. Never mind. <laughs> because I, the reason I said that was to lead into what I was getting ready to say. If you told me Josh McDaniels got fired five games in the season and Patrick Graham was the coach, I would like them exponentially more. I could see that. I really do. I just I think there is something about him, and I've heard stories, none of which I can really confirm. But there's just a lot of he just really wears on people. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. And that's why they're down here. I think this roster is more talented than this. You have more high-end players than any team around you, and I don't think it's all that close. 
But I don't know. I don't see how you're any better than. But them. you just can't make it work. I think they're better than the Broncos. I think, and you and I disagree on that. Yes, I, I don't see the Broncos are a team it. that I had ahead of them. And I actually don't see no, it. I didn't. Actually, no, I didn't. I had them one spot. Ahead. I had them right beside each other. Now the funny thing is, if Sean Payton was the coach of the Raiders, uh, I'd probably have him in the top fifteen. That's how little I like Russell Wilson. Interesting. All right, uh, at number 22. The New England Patriots. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming uh, here pretty soon. And, again, this is another team that we're not far off on by one spot. We I don't do s- well. Exactly. I don't say like, – you Ramondre Stevenson really well. And even with that, it, you were talking about adding a, a running back in the it, – it's just – it's very clunky. I look at the Patriots roster, and there's just a lot of clunky. I like that you got Christian Gonzalez. That's a rookie that's not really going to change a lot of your fortunes, mm-hmm. I don't believe. I think the addition of Juju Smith-Schuster will help make ja- make Mac Jones look better, but you're still, is you Jacob- still have a bottom five-ish quarterback is in the league. Is Juju Smith-Schuster a better receiver than Jacoby Myers? No. no, he's not. No. By any metric you want to gauge this on, he's not. He looked good with Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. at times. Now he's going from Pat Mahomes to Mac Jones or Bailey Zapp or whatever you plan on doing. And then I just look around the division and go, you are grossly behind every team in this division. Mm-hmm. You're not even in the ballpark. No smile said Juju's a slide upgraded Jacoby Myers. I disagree. One slot specific, one's not. One played with Pat Mahomes, one played with Mac Jones. And I know statistically what you're going to say. Those things aren't in a vacuum. All right, you give Jacoby Myers to Pat Mahomes, and then let's see what that stat line looks like. Right. I I just, I don't see it. I don't see how you're (laughs) supposed. I was waiting for you to see that. Oh, good Lord. They'll uh, finish above the Jets. No smiles. You know what? I'll make any wager with you that you want to on that. And I'll bet you Aaron Rodgers spanks them like a small child twice. <laughs> you know the thing I said last year? If the Jets get the chance to blow them out, they will. Uh, yeah, they get two chances. It's coming. And one of them's in Boston. Oh, it's coming. So, it's just, I, I think the roster's fine. Bill's in, is the all-timer coach. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking around the conference going, okay, what do you do better than anybody? Like quarterback, you're in the bottom three of this division, or as you're in the bottom three of this conference, there's no way to get around it. I don't think the rosiest colored Patriots fan glasses could say, you're in anything but the bottom three in the AFC. Uh, in terms of quarterback? Of there are some of them out there. They do recreational drugs. That's the only way I could – you I told you one it. of the funniest things I read this offseason was an article yesterday from some New England Patriots blogger saying that Mac Jones is a top 15 quarterback in this league. Those people do exist. They're completely wrong, but those people do exist. I just I can't figure out how you're supposed to do it. All right, you're going to play good defense and grind it. Okay, Jalen Mills is going to wind up on somebody much better than him against all three teams in your division. I don't see how they win a game in the division. And I'm not even talking about the fact you have to play the NFC East and the AFC West. Mm-hmm. It could be really bad. It could be really, really bad. It could be. I could I could see them losing almost every game 
in the division except for that game against the Jets. They always get you once. Uh, yeah. But we'll see if that There's we'll a little difference today. There might be a difference between Aaron Rodgers and Mark Sanchez. Nah, not much. Not much. Uh, and now he's saying we're, we're, we're haters. Now it's uh, okay. Make the case for me. Mm-hmm. You know what? We're going to move on to the next team. You make the case for me. And if it makes even logical sense, I'll regurgitate it into this microphone because I've been trying my damnedest to figure out how you're going to do it. And I can't because yes, you're going to get out to quarterback to an extent, but then you get into, you've got a corner. Mm-hmm. You've got a corner. You've got two really old tackles, and you're in arguably the best division in football. Yeah. So, at number 21. Oh, I guess I do need the list pulled up for that, don't I? (laughs) It's the Carolina Panthers. I want to argue with this. I really do. Every part of me wants to say, hold the phone. Let's, Let's grab the reins on these horses and pull it back just a little bit. But I... I, I just can't. I look at the coaching staff that Carolina's put together, and I am all in on the Bryce Young train. I, I, I like the weapons. I like the defense on this team. And for once, I feel like your offensive line is pretty pretty good. You got – here's where I'm at with Carolina. You got, beyond a shadow of a doubt, the best quarterback in this class with a coaching staff that I really feel like can do a lot with them. And the defense was pretty good in the first place. Mm-hmm. The defense got put in terrible positions by Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. I don't think you're going to do that. I, I don't think you're going to do that with Bryce Young. They're going to contain him to the point that he can do what got him here. Now, do I have two other teams in your division ahead of you? I do. But not by much. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it's by as little as I could physically have them. I love what Carolina's done. I, I I would be remiss if I and I'm, and I'm I swear to you I'm not trying to throw cold water on this. I would be remiss if I didn't say this is a lot of change. This is a whole new playbook. Mm-hmm. This is all new weapons. And Terrace Marshall and Shai Smith. That's fine. They're, I could argue that you're four and you're five. Right. It's a lot of change in one year with a rookie quarterback. So I can't tell you that it's going to look as good as you want it to off the jump. But I think you give it time. If you're lucky, it really starts to click about mid-year, mm-hmm. and you could win this division. Yes, and by mid-season, you go on that run that no one in the division can stop you, and you end up winning this division, making the playoffs, and leaving a whole lot of hope on the table for the uh, the Roaring Riot fan base. Factor fiction. This is the first team in the power rankings that can win their division. I don't even think it's debatable. Oh, fact. I can physically not find a path that anybody below them wins their division. I would agree. But I like what Carolina's done. Mm -hmm. And after the break, we'll talk about two other teams in the division. And I can't separate them, and there's a really basic reason why. You're in the sportsocracy. This is the ESPN Asheville post-NFL draft power rankings here on a Power Rankings Tuesday. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Did you know Ingalls only sells USDA choice and prime cuts of meat? Maybe it's time to reward yourself. Our butchers cut all our meat fresh in the store every day. Grass-fed, organic, you name it. Not only that, we'll even cut it to order just the way you like it. And we grind meat fresh in the store multiple times a day. It's all in the bag. That's the best meat in town for the best folks in town. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. The Sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday here on ESPN Asheville. And as we continue here at uh, the top 20 post-NFL draft, number 20, the Atlanta Falcons. And this is the one. This is the one I was teasing earlier. You had the Tennessee Titans down there. They play good defense and they run the ball well. Uh, okay. Yeah, to me, I, these I, those two teams are eerily similar. And shocker of shockers, the coach of one came from the other. Yeah, but I like Atlanta way better. Because of Kyle Pitts and Drake London? Mm, no, because I think they might be the two most underutilized assets in the NFL. The line is way, way better than Tennessee. Now, Ryan Tannehill's better than Desmond Ritter. Mm-hmm. I could be getting completely snowed. By, by everything Atlanta's doing, I'm just looking at the defense. Going, you have a leader at all four, at all three levels now: Jesse Bates, AJ Terrell, Calais Campbell. Mm-hmm. So that's three, in my opinion, high level veteran guys to go with a lot of young talent mm-hmm. that I just think is going to be good. I think this defense is going to be really good. And then I look at the offense and go, you know what? I've watched Baltimore do this. I've watched Baltimore do this where they just run the ball down your throat. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. B. John Robinson's the best running back that that either of those two teams have had, I would say, in the last 10 years. In terms of a team that that, that is planning on doing this, where we're going to run more than anybody in the league. This is already one of the best rushing teams in the league. Mm-hmm. That was with Tyler Algier and Cordero Patterson. What do you think they're going to do with the best running back prospect I've seen since Saquon Barkley? How many more carries are there to go around, though? All right, so average in the NFL is about 67 snaps. Mm-hmm. All right, that's about – that's if you averaged out the entire league, that's the number that we mentally say you can expect in an average-paced game. I would say Atlanta runs 47 times a game. I could easily see a pass where this team is 2-1 to one past a run. Or run to pass, excuse me, I said mm-hmm. backwards. And if that's the case, I could see a path that they're just going to wear you out. They, they could just just wear you down. And then they're not easy to score on. Is it going to be fun to watch? No. No, it's not. I mean, the, the Atlanta Falcons are going to be eye broccoli for at least the next 365 days mm-hmm. until there's a legit NFL quarterback on this roster because Desmond Ritter is not. But I could still see it working to a, to, to an extent. I could see them winning this division. It wouldn't shock me in the least. They could. They could win the division. 
But to me, on paper, I, 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 I feel like they're the second worst team in this division. Or I guess I should say it third best team in this division because there's such a gap to me between the top three and my sucking ears. Okay. Make the argument for me that Carolina's better than Atlanta with something you can tangibly show me. Bryce mm. Young is a hypothesis. Yes, it is. You're, you're, you cannot give me anything more than guesswork on Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. They're, very, the they're very similar teams mm-hmm. to me. They have a lot of young talent on defense. Mm-hmm. It's a completely new scheme for Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I I just feel like Atlanta is just a fraction ahead of them right now. I could be wrong in three weeks. Mm-hmm. We could watch three Carolina Panther games uh, uh, next year and me go, whoa, you remember when I thought Atlanta was better than them? That was stupid. Yeah. And see, that's that, that's kind of where my brain's at right now with the Carolina Panthers. I just... I like all the additions that they've made, but you don't have the quarterback. And no. I look at I I I their team is better than mine. No I'm doubt. Not saying that it's even really all that relatively close at this point. But your quarterback situation is roughly the same, in my opinion. You don't have a legit big boy NFL quarterback, and that is going to kill you when it matters. And I agree with that. I just don't know how much that he's going to be asked to do. I've seen Arthur Smith run an offense with a mediocre quarterback where playing within the confines of the offense, you made a guy that I once said was not an NFL quarterback more than usable. Mm -hmm. And he could do it with Desmond Ritter, and it wouldn't shock me. I guess that's fair. At number 19. The New Orleans Saints. I remember I said that, yeah, they're they're back to back to back because I have no idea. There is great change with all three of these teams. It is the worst division in football. It is not close. Mm-hmm. Not even kind of close. That's what opens this up. If Carolina, Atlanta, or New Orleans were in any other division in the NFL, I would say they have zero shot to win the division. Fact or fiction? Yeah, fact. Well, here's the thing. They're all in one, so somebody has to win it. And getting to play each other six times is that's a that that's a step up. And with New Orleans, I just come back to one thing. I think all three. I think every team in this division will be able to play defense to some shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. I think New Orleans has the most defensive talent, and they have Derek Carr. Yep. You have a quarterback that I've seen be a big boy in this league. Mm-hmm. None of the rest of you. That's where I come back to New Orleans and being a division winner to me or a favored division winner to me has to put you in the top half of the league. So I had the New Orleans Saints at 16. They were my last top half of the team. I just can't go that high. Because Dennis Allen just scares me to death. Mm -hmm. He should. And I don't know what's going to happen with Kamara. I feel like you're hedging a lot on Michael Thomas. And so to me, it's just a, there's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of unknown, and I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's the, only one team I've got in front of them that I think you could even make, make the argument for, and it's not even the next one. <laughs> okay, that's a little weird, but okay. I have one team that I just so happen to be really fond of. I'm sure people are not going to like it, but it is what it is. 
So the next team on the list, number 18. The Minnesota Vikings. I you ever heard that term hubris comes shortly before the fall? Sure. I can't imagine how this team doesn't just absolutely fall off a cliff. I don't know about fall off a cliff. Is it possible to win 11 one-score games again? No. No, no it's not. Those things are cyclical. And, you know, we, as much as we talked about Kirk Cousins over the years and one-score games, I mean, when it, you know, when it comes down to it, can Kirk Cousins win you a game? Sometimes. Sometimes he can. Last year was an aberration where he helped helped you win every game that was right. close. So you were the luckiest team in NFL history when it came into one-score game. Mm-hmm. And every statistical metric will tell you that. The chances of you ever doing, of any team ever doing that again, are well over a million to one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell, I'm going to recite their schedule. You tell me who you know you're, you, who you know they're better than. At Atlanta, at Carolina, at Chicago. These are all on the road. Denver, Detroit, Green Bay, Vegas. Is there one game you know they win there? That's eight games on the road. Just unequivocally, I know they're going to win this game. Chicago. I mean, I feel like. They're going to go into Chicago. Let's say that game's in December. You're going to go into Chicago in the cold where Kirk has never been good and beat them. Probably. I don't buy it. And it's definitely not a definitive. Mm -hmm. Home games are Chicago, Detroit, Green Bay, obviously. Mm -hmm. New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, the Chargers, the Bengals, the 49ers, the Eagles. I could make a I could make a convincing argument this team will be lucky to win five games. Because you have Justin Jefferson and nothing else. Jordan Addison. Woo. It's a rookie. It's a rookie who a lot of teams had a lot of questions about. Mm-hmm. Because he is really little. And that's all you've got. There is you're getting into KJ Osborne and Who's well, not we got terrible. <sighs> He's not good. He's not a star. He's just okay. Are you beating Pat, Pat Mahomes with that? Beating no. Justin Herbert with that? You beating Joe no. Burrow with that? Well, that, that's a problem because that's who you play. <laughs> yeah, all of the advantages you got last year, you don't have. Them. You burned every one of those in one year. Mm-hmm. And I'm te- I'll make a sweeping declaration because I have a little bit of intel on how the schedule is going to look. Just a few random leaks that have bounced around league circles. Mm-hmm. We will walk away from Thursday when the schedule comes out and go, who in the world did the Vikings make angry in the NFL office? Because this is evil. There's a path. There is a path that this is one of the six worst teams in the NFL. I can't see it. I, I really can't see Wait it. Wait till the schedule. Just you have, put a pin in that mm-hmm. until the schedule comes out. Mm-hmm. And then I want to remind you you said that. That, that you just, you've seen no path. I, I, I don't. I feel like the team will be better defensively. I feel like they filled the holes that they lost in the secondary with Patrick Peterson and 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 others leaving. With with a one slot corner, Marcus Davenport being added to the pass rush. Oh, I don't like. I know he wasn't you don't good like in New Orleans, and now he's going into a. Now he's got to go learn a new scheme. Yeah, but he's on the other side of Daniel Hunter, and that'll take some pressure off. He'll he'll have the ability. I see a lot of young guys that I have absolutely no idea what they're what they're going to be. I see a really young defense that lost several vet guys mm-hmm. 
and now you have to go up against one of the more evil schedules mm-hmm. in the league. Mm-hmm. Schedule's going to matter, but Kirk Cousins is still Kirk Cousins. Look, you can you can knock him all you want to, but he's, he's one of the most cons- he's one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the league. He's a league average. He's a, it, where we sit now. He is a slightly above average quarterback in the NFL. Yes, with lesser weapons. They're talking about trading his running back. That, for whatever reason, is just not going away. Mm-hmm. And I don't buy your defense. I don't know how much lesser the weapons are. I really don't. With TJ Hawkinson and uh, Jordan Addison being added in the draft, you still have Justin Jefferson. KJ Osborne's still there. You're just you're replacing a what a 33 year old wide receiver. Weird. And I'm gonna. I knew I was gonna use this phrase mm-hmm. at some point, uh, and I started to think this towards the end of last year. And it really showed in the Colts game where you should have gotten absolutely blown out by one of the worst teams in the league, but they decided, oh, yeah, we're one of the worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys, who absolutely annihilated them, mm-hmm. I think the league figured them out. The Kevin O'Connell thing, the I had lunch with Sean McVay, if you look at how the last month and the playoffs went for Minnesota, I think the league figured them out. And now you have done nothing to really alleviate that. I like Jordan Addison. I, I'm not saying that I didn't. I've had a lot of people say that of all the receivers you could have gotten in the first round, that might have been the one that helped you the least. Hmm. Just because of the fit and and where you're going to be able to scheme him and how you're going to be able to use him. All right, you're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, number 17 in the post-NFL draft power rankings. Coming up next. At Ingles, we are proud to introduce our all-new curbside service, just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app to order, and our friendly staff will bring your groceries right to your car and have you ready to go in no time. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy. Visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. Feels good to be back in the uh, warm embrace of a power rankings Tuesday. Just as things should be here in the Sportsocracy. It is the post-NFL draft power rankings Tuesday. As we roll on here, getting close to the top half of the league, but just missing out. Just missing out on the top half of the league at number 17. This is a team I'm going to catch a lot of flack for. The Washington Commanders. Okay, you're catching flack how? Too high? Too high. Yeah. Where did you have them? 19. I had them a couple of spots lower than this. It wasn't a great discrepancy. We we both believe in Sam Howell. It's Sam Howell time. And like I said yesterday when we were talking about Sam Howell, you better hope this works. 
We think it's going to work. We think it could work. And I'm going to keep telling you, you're undervaluing how, I'm not going to say obvious. There are certain guys, specifically at quarterback, that you can see on the day-to-day and go, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be real good. Mm-hmm. You never know quite how good any of those New England people that say, "Well, we knew it with Tom." As soon as Drew went down, we knew we were gonna be just fine. You had absolutely no clue that was gonna end the way it did, <laughs> but you knew he was good. Yeah, you could see it in practice. You could see the way he carried and the way he carried himself. I cannot emphasize enough with people that I know in this league. How many people around Washington really want you to know? You boo-booed, and now we're going to make you pay. We have a quarterback for the next 10 years. Everybody said, oh, well, they're they're in on Hendon Hooker. No, they weren't. Mm -hmm. I said it the entire draft process. And that's all well and good. But that's assuming that front offices don't make mistakes and that they don't look at a guy. It's and not go, really the front ah. office. It's it's really not the front office. It's the coaching staff going. Trust me, you gotta understand. Ron Rivera is basically hedging his job on this mm-hmm. because if Washington comes out and goes six eleven, he's elemental fired. New ownership group probably leads to a new front office mm-hmm. fired. Mm-hmm. And at his age, this is probably the end. Yep, he's hedging all of that on Sam Howell. Mm-hmm. That should tell you a lot. A lot. It doesn't though. It does not. It does not give me warm and fuzzy feelings inside. Look, I agree with him again, but it does not give me warm and fuzzy feelings that Ron Rivera is all in on, uh, you know, a dart throw quarterback, which is what a lot of people see this as. Oh, you picked him up in the fifth round. You think he's special? Again, I disagree with those people. But you better hope it works because if it doesn't, you're you're not improving. You're going to be right where you were defense you know defense can improve great but if you can't if you can't score points we've thought that for four years no they're never healthy so i mean that was the comma that was coming the defense is going to be good Mm -hmm. if they're healthy yes and i think they got an absolute steal see i look at the defense and i go front four killer and then so so you're out on fuller and forbes yeah I don't know what I don't I like know what Forbes lot. is going to be. Ball hawk. And, I'll tell you exactly. Who's gonna and be. Fuller's Fuller's good, Forbes but he's had, not a star to uh, me. He's the two. I think Forbes is the one off the jump. Maybe so. Oh, he's too thin. Yeah, yeah I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard that before. I actually, I heard that about Darius Slay for a long time. I look, Weird. Now I, that's the guy that everybody tries to convince me to stop five in this league. I, I look at the Washington Commanders and I go, I don't like your pieces. I mean, everybody knows how much I love the running back or the backup running back (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna be playing in the xfl before you just tap out and go he's not very good i will never say that yeah i will never say that hold on i gotta modify one of my i gotta modify one of my favorite phrases he really needs to learn to hold on to the damn ball (laughs) he does he does have issues with that but uh i mean there are some tried and trues in life death taxes and memphis running backs i i i feel like antonio gibson at this point is He's like a beautiful car. I watched a movie last night with Vince Vaughn and Kevin James, and they were creating some electric car. I was only partially paying attention. Ah, yes. Classic. The Dilemma, is that what the, the thing dilemma. is called? Yeah. Made me really hate Winona Ryder. Uh, <laughs> as you should. I, I, and I don't, 
Because I, how can you cheat on him? I, I don't. Just watch that movie and go, oh, he's awesome. How can you cheat on that yeah, guy? T- two celebrities that I've always been told that r- r- people, they think of me when they see them. Kevin James, Vince Vaughn. In the same movie. Vince Vaughn? I have a lot of the same sense of humor that Vince okay, Vaughn does. I was say, yeah, no, 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 it's not look looks. Nothing no, like no, no, it. it's not looks. No, the looks would be uh, uh, Jason Siegel from uh, How I Met Your Mother. I got that a lot when my hair was shorter. If he ate another Jason Siegel. He outweighs me, secret time. Does he really? He's an inch taller than me. Jason Siegel is a big dude. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Either who. <laughs> I just look at Antonio Gibson like, you're this beautiful car that we worked all the time, and the engine is great, and, and it top speed. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, but we forgot the piece that holds the tires on. Right. So every time you get it into second gear, all four tires go I out. Mean, not you just every go full time. Fred Flintstone. Not every time. I mean, it's more like a Arca series pit crew. Sometimes you forget the lug nut, okay? And I like how bad you went things Arca happen. there. He's been well, watching I mean, a lot of Arca. Well, NASCAR is really. I mean, I Frankie wasn't, wasn't going to throw shade at NASCAR guys because I mean, I know it happens to the big guys, but I'm pretty sure it happens in Arca way more than it does at, even at the Xfinity level. Sorry. <laughs> Intrigued me that that's where you went. Yeah. Anyhow. The commanders to me are a great big question mark, and I don't and, know what to expect. And they're one that I'm I'm going out on a little bit of a, I, I, I'm going out on a little bit of a ledge. Mm-hmm. No smiles, still harping on the Mac Jones thing. What has Hal done? Uh, a he was an exponentially better prospect than Mac Jones was mm-hmm. to me. Take that for it's worth. I've seen the limitations of Mac Jones. Sam Hal is a lot like a lottery ticket. We covered him for three years here, so we know this kid really well. And I just look at it and go, you know, if this is right, and this is one of those times I might be getting duped, and it happens in the pre-draft process a lot of people are so dogmatic about something that they convince you of it Mm -hmm. because of how convinced they are. And this is one that I could be full Antonio Gibson, just going Fred Flintstone, scooting on my butt. With my with my steering wheel in my hand, but I'm telling you right now, if I'm going to take a shot on somebody, a it's going to be in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, B it's going to be somebody that I don't know exactly what their quarterback is. Yep. Uh, but I like the upside, yep. and that's Washington. There is a ton of upside with Washington. I will agree on that point. Top half of the league. We'll start it coming up next. Take a quick break, then we'll get into the 16th best team in the NFL after last week's draft here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. 
I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy on a Power Rankings Tuesday. Yeah, it's it's the offseason, but it's a week removed from the NFL draft. We've got all the major moves in the offseason. Anything that's going to move the needle for a team has already been done. There's nothing left coming out there that's going to change your opinion on one team or the other. So it's time to continue with the Power Rankings here. We're in the top half of the league, number 16, the New York Football Giants. Yeah, Daniel Jones got paid, and I don't like bad that, quarterbacks after they get paid. I don't either. I don't either. I believe in Brian Dayball. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking. First of all, they have more receivers than any team I've ever seen. They do, but they are any of them good? That's the problem. Is <laughs> I don't know that any of them be good at football. Uh, right now, where does Jalen Hyatt rank amongst their wide receivers oh he's got to be a solid eight i mean they have a hundred so it's really eight is pretty good when you're going in at 22 deep which is what i think they have i think he's one he could i think he's already the best wide receiver that they have there i just the new york giants are like my dating record before i met amy it's a whole slew of threes okay You, you got a bunch of dudes Sterling Shepard. wasn't a bunch of dudes. <laughs> I mean, if it was, that's you, fine. I, I, I'm, there's nothing wrong with that. You're six there's years nothing old. wrong with I, that. I have to remind myself of that sometimes. I am. The the thing about the the, the Giants is I just don't know who the go-to weapon's going to be. I you mean, Darren Waller. Him. It's Saquon Barkley. Well, it's Darren Waller. There's, I mean, if he's healthy. And you go down the list of all their weapons, and virtually all of them have a health risk. And then you get into Daniel Jones, and now he's gotten paid. And we know the history of quarterbacks that have never hit certain benchmarks getting paid. It does not tend to go well. I don't know why I'm so down on the Giants, because I do love Brian Dayball, and I love Wink Martindale. I'm really down on the Giants, and I'm really up on the uh, Washington Commanders, and I don't know why. I don't really understand. I think it's because I know what one is, and I'm not 100% sure what the other one is. So you know what the Giants are. I know exactly what the Giants are. You're the going ceiling to be, of what you think Washington can be is exponentially, exponentially higher. higher. Okay. I mean, now look, I still have the Giants in front of them because they're much safer. I mean, is there a possibility that Sam Howell is just awful? Yep. Yeah, I don't think it's much of one. But I is there any path that Daniel Jones is great? No. I and Seth, they don't see it. Is there a path that your defense is great? Yes, mm, I don't see that. I think I think it is. I I think that. I mean, it's I don't know so about young. in this year. And so that's eventually, my problem. Eventually, yes, I think this defense can be great. In fact, I mean, one of my notes about uh, about this team is the my best draft pick for them was Deontay Banks. I felt like that was the one because you added a corner who has a lot of upside, and I feel like your entire defense is sort of a sky-is-the-limit kind of a defense. Okay, so the Giants, I feel like, took a step in line. They jumped a year ahead, and now I think the expectations have gotten so high that they're almost invariably going to let you down. That's the best way I can find the Giants. All right, to me, they are Melba Toast. They're high side of the sixth seed in the NFC, fact or fiction. 
Yes. There you go. But I think their floor is the seven seed in the NFC. Um, yeah, probably. Right. Yeah, like, not- they're Melba Toast. They're not going to let you down. They'll win some games they're not supposed to. They could make things interesting at the end of the season, but they're not going to be a division winner, and they might win a game in the playoffs. And say I don't see a path that they win the game in the playoffs. Maybe. That's the reason that for me, I actually started the rankings with the Giants and the Commanders at 16 and 17. And I worked it the other way out, which is that's the first time I've ever done that. Interesting. I also find it very interesting that we were two spots off on both of them. We both had them ranked exactly the same. Washington and then the Giants just slightly ahead of them. At number 15, the Pittsburgh Steelers. You don't want them to be this high. I don't. They are. They flat out are, and I'm not sure I don't have them too low. I exactly had them at 15 as well in my power rankings. They were. They had a killer draft. They killed every pick that they had. It filled some sort of a need or added some kind of a new wrinkle to this team that you go, ah, they're, that, that's going to make them better. Biggest two problems I had last year were what? Offensive line mm-hmm. and health. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, 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 there's no way for me to know what your health's going to look like, but your offensive line is way better. Yeah, when you added Broderick Jones in the draft and Isaac Sumalo in the free agency. Way better. Yes. And now I think you're going to be able to run, which is going to make Kenny Pickett better. Mm-hmm. I like the weapons. You add Allen Robinson, and the defense was always good, and now you actually have a legitimate corner in the building, which you did not have last year. Exactly. I wish they played in any other division because I – absolutely hate the fact that they're the lowest rated team in the AF, in the AFC North but I can't see it any other way right number 14 it's the Detroit Lions this is too low for me I and I get it uh, you have the power rankings front who in the world am I supposed to have below them At the end of the day it's still Jared Garf with no weapons for six weeks mm-hmm. that's unsettling to me you say no weapons uh, he's missing the wide receiver that he was missing all of last year. Yeah, and he has no DJ Charles. No, there's no DJ. Now it's Char- a lot of Josh Reynolds. There's no DJ Hawkinson. You keep discounting Marvin Jones. The guy is Marvin Jones is 84 years old. I don't care. Marvin he's still Jones good. is good. Marvin Jones is the only player in the NFL that's actually cashing an, uh, a, a social security check and an NFL check at the same time. I still, I, I, I do don't not care. care about Marvin Jones. You should somehow in Jacksonville he was irrelevant. Guess what? In Detroit he will be irrelevant. He's been irrelevant minus one week in fantasy football every single year. Mm-hmm. The receiving core is not good. The The Jamison Williams thing hurts. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's really not a I'm down on the lines. I think they're going to win that division in a walk. The problem is that then you get into the playoffs and who do I think you're going to beat? All right, let's say you're the two seed in the NFC somehow. That means you're going to catch the, the that giant team we were just talking about or the Commanders, or the Vikings, or the one of those AFC South team or NFC South teams that doesn't win the division. Mm-hmm. I don't know definitively that you're going to beat them. This team has all the makings to be really, really good, and I could be, I could be too low. I just don't know who I'm supposed to put below them. And when you see who I've got at 13, it kind of makes that abundantly clear. At number 13. The Baltimore Ravens. You're too low on them, too. Uh, here's the thing. I can't be too low <laughs> on everybody, okay? They're grading on a curve. Everybody can't get a B. Somebody's got to get a C, and somebody's got to fail. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of really good teams in this league. Baltimore's one of them. Yep. 
your defense makes me a little bit nervous right now because I, I'm not seeing the star-studded Calais Campbell, Marcus Peters, and I feel like you've replaced every one of them on wish of, well, yeah, they. I mean, if you if you put a Marcus Peters jersey on Rocky Sin, then I, I guess I could be convinced that they're both NFL players. Mm-hmm. But then I watch them play, and I go, oh, no. No, there's a real big difference between one and the other. And so you get to a point where you go, do I think Baltimore is the second best team in their division? No, I don't. I, I don't. I, there are two teams in that division I like better than them. I agree. And I'm not sure I don't like Pittsburgh better. It's just I'm looking at the accumulation of talent, and now Lamar's got receivers. I, I can't have any lower. To me, that's the thing that gets it. To, to me, it is Lamar is taken care of. We, we can't say happy or what. We don't know, but he's taken care of. Long-term contracts sewed up. He now goes into this season with Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham Jr., and Rashad Bateman. And, far and, I far got and away the best weapons he's had. No doubt. Since he's been there. It's also JK the worst Dobbins, defense he's ever had. J.K. Dobbins healthy. Mm-hmm. Can I get a full season out of you? Can you be the guy that I've been expecting you to be for two years? Because when you got the ball in your hands, you're damn good. This is the thing that bothers me. It's the worst defense he's had in his entire career in the best that division's ever been, and it's not close. That's why I couldn't have me higher. Mm-hmm. Could I be wrong? Absolutely. It's the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville Sports Center Update. Coming up next, and then we will continue with the top 12 post-NFL draft power rankings. We'll be right back.